Gooncast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and welcome to season three, episode three of the Gooncast. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. My name is Derek, aka Emperor Goon. <laughs> yo, 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 it's your boy back at it again. Cookie Cookster, aka Lost Cookster, aka King Goon. What's good, y'all? <laughs> I thought you was going to throw off a bunch of AFK. Uh, I was about AFKs. to. I legit thought about it. I'm just like, ain't nobody trying to hear that right now. <laughs> we'll come up I'm with sorry for the three I already dropped. <laughs> we'll come up with new uh, AKA titles. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, yeah, everything has been uh kind of in the works we've been working on a lot of different stuff planning for a lot of different things one thing that we're kind of really excited about is the story cast yeah we're gonna be developing we're gonna be inviting a few people and we'll kind of explain the rules and things like that so yeah um be fun look out for that yeah definitely cookie how was your week Yo, how was my week? I feel like yesterday was like the last recording. It kind of just flew right on by. Dude, I feel you the same <laughs> way. I'm like, what happened to the week? All right. All right. Let's see. <laughs> Quick catch up. I got a iPad Pro finally. So your boy's yep. working on some digital art now. Um, yo. OK, so I got the uh, Apple Pencil, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, as you heard me before, that shit is slippery like it is right even hold it sometimes right (laughs) exactly i'm so used to just like you know just like casually holding my pencils with a very loose grip like tight enough so it's like not slipping around anywhere but they all like have grip with them attached Mm -hmm. i use mechanical pencils yeah and these ones they don't come with any natural grips so i literally went on a journey today because i remember back as a kid you just hop in the pencil aisle get like a little pencil grip for like 50 cents and you know you're good right (laughs) right so I, i go to target nothing i'm like yo wait there's no more pencil grips none and i was really i was asking him about it. i'm like yo where's the grips at like you know i'm gonna want my pencil sliding everywhere and they're just like oh yeah dude they we only like because they don't sell often which makes sense because mm-hmm. i haven't touched these since elementary they're like yeah you really just we only really keep them in stock in the store that was during uh back to school season uh, so i was like yeah if you want to you can like buy online have it come to the store use your employee discount i'm like employee discount on 50 cent i ain't even worth it let me see how much it costs (laughs) so they only sell them in these ridiculously large packs online (laughs) over trying to charge me 35 dollars for a bag of grips (laughs) i'm just like nah dude i feel you because i was trying to buy I have a Goku figure, right? And he's in the Kamehameha form, right? So I'm trying to buy one small blue marble. (laughs) Turns out I got to buy a thousand blue marbles. (laughs) And get the one. Right? Exactly. (laughs) I'm just sitting there like, all right, well, 
I'm just gonna start going down the street. Hey, you want some blue marbles? <laughs> right, I got all these marbles. I got nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine marbles. I'm trying to get rid of right now. I'm about to make that Key and Peele skit. Have you seen that skit where they're having an interview mm-hmm. and then Keegan he sees this giant box of like marbles mm-hmm. and he for some reason he just decides to pick up the marbles and put them in his, in his <laughs> mouth. That one, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna hey. give people interviews and put a bunch of marbles right there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, but oh. I I feel you on the on that. Oh, but dude, it gets worse though. Oh no! So I I, I work in a plaza, right? So I'm surrounded by stores that you think will carry that. So the first place I go to. Go to Michael's Arts and Crafts. Right. If you think Target wouldn't have it, you think sure as hell Michael's would. Like, I mean, it's all they got grips for brushes. They oh, have wow. grips for your your stencils. That way it's not sliding everywhere when you're painting. <laughs> they got stencils in general so you can put something while you're painting they got tape to tape your paper down on your stencils while you're painting (laughs) they got erasers of all kinds whether ones you attach the kneaded erasers which are the like the putty ones that like to clean it you just roll it into it stuff they're cool as heck they got all kinds of things but pencil grips (laughs) (laughs) why why y'all hand on the pencil exactly i'm like really no one here has needed these ever no one ever has needed one of these. And I mean, it kind of makes sense, but it also is like very frustrating because we're going into an age where kids mm. are using a lot more technology now than pencil and paper. But it's so frustrating right? because it's just like, dude, what if I don't have all of this? You know, what if I don't have this technology? And like, you know I need funny? a good pencil. You won't catch me taking a test. I'm going to slip and rip the paper in half. And boom, I flunk because of you. Yeah, exactly. And if I flunk, that makes you look bad as a yeah. teacher. And I know you ain't trying to look bad right now. <laughs> so you best get me a word. <laughs> No, I definitely feel you on that because the, the Apple Pencil is super, super slick. Like, why is it so slick? Who who approved of this? Right? Exactly. Like, who thought I'm never going to need grip ever? Yeah. <laughs> See, I think they were trying to make it, like, so shiny that it was, like, on the point of, hey, when we advertise this, this is going to look amazing, right? right? Yeah. Yo, tell me why I got so desperate. I, I literally almost went on to the Apple, the Apple shop and I was looking for an eye grip. <laughs> Dude, I would not blame you if they had that apple always has some sort of weird extension to something oh dude it was crazy (laughs) yeah other than that though my little me searching for that i'm loving the ipad pro uh it's it's dope i don't know why i waited so long to actually hop on it and start doing digital art and stuff i dude i can't even recall what else i did with my week hyped over legends rutera built like two yeah. decks on the mobilitics side. yeah i see you just be on that like <laughs> hmm. yep <laughs> about to be Yu-Gi-Oh all over again. i kid you not yo i already <laughs> dude i already got a session set up me and the homie shout out to you ramon already like theory craft and talking about yo we just about to spend all of friday just like <laughs> play testing and making like the most optimized decks like oh i'm hyped yeah it looks amazing and the gameplay looks pretty awesome too because their own they're all thematic in one way or yeah. another right? yeah which is really really awesome like and i bet you you can still mix and match mm-hmm. some decks but it's just nice to just have like your own kind of theme deck exactly. instead of just following every single meta deck agree i haven't even looked at the meta decks. Yeah, yeah they're kind of all almost on equal playing field i'm not 
hundred percent sure you would probably know a lot better than mm-hmm. I do, but yeah, I just think it looks awesome. Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And yeah, we we could definitely go more into that when the game drops and For we sure. can actually give more hands on uh, experiences on it. Yeah, but yeah, but other than that, that's largely been my week. Playing more Fire Emblem. Yeah, dabbling with the iPad Pro. All my Lord of the Rings journey, searching for a grip. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a ring, you're trying to look for a grip. Oh exactly. my god! You know what? One thing that I use to kind of solve that, mm-hmm. I use my workout gloves because they have like this rubber rubber matting on it. Uh-huh. So and it's it shows my fingers still. Oh. So they're like kind of like cut like this, but then they have like rubber underneath it so when oh. you grip on it yeah so that's actually not where it's slipping for me it's like on the finger oh on the yeah. finger oh oh dang <laughs> yeah. all right well never mind then yeah, i'll figure something out yeah. or i'm just i'm just gonna have to get good for sure yeah, um but. what about anime oh anime <sighs> shoot what have i been watching I've been watching that one. I, oh, no. I still need to watch episode two of that one series. The one where they're learning how to be animators. Oh, the hands off my Izakin. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of sort of caught up in my hero. I haven't watched the newest episode, but I know exactly what happens because manga reader. Crap. What else have I been watching? This week went by fast. I will yeah. tell you that for dang sure. Like, literally, what have I done this week? Jesus. It was like our bo- all our bodies just went on autopilot th- that week. Honestly. <laughs> Jesus, I need to do more of my life. <laughs> hey, sleep is great. Okay? Yeah. I played more games than I watched anime. Definitely looking to correct that because I'm trying to watch some of these series that got nominated so I can give honest nomination. I mean, votes towards my nominations. Oh, for the Crunchyroll Awards? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that and I mean, like. I feel like I should like everything that's been nominated for anime of the year. I should have watched. I should know about like, right. even if it doesn't get anime of the year, it must be good to even be considered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To be in the nominations for that. Right. Right. To be yeah. of all the anime that dropped in 2019. Right. Like these are the top sets. So it's like, I feel like I should see these. Yeah, definitely. I, I will hop on that train with you as well. Ah, if, sounds if like you start watching it. Bamba, how about you, my guy? How was your week? Uh, same as you, man. It was. It just went by so fast. It was kind of ridiculous how fast it went in terms of work and everything. It's pretty much normal, like how it always is. Right. In terms of video games, I've just been playing a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen and Mahjong. Right. It's almost like a like a regimen, a religious regimen <laughs> that I'm just following. Right. Those are the only really two games I've been playing. I played League of Legends and I played uh, Set, and uh, he's pretty cool. I like him a lot. The first time I played him, not so good. <laughs> I feel that. Because <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand his full kit. When you brawl, you brawl. Mm-hmm. Like You want to make sure you build up that meter mm-hmm. and just unleash the full-on blow W. You just got to be chatty. Yeah. You know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of uh, Fat Gum from My Hero. I see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the more damage you take, the more you can do into that one big punch. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm what I'm seeing from Seth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's funny? And this is sad. This is so sad. I have yet to play this champion and it's is he still being picked i actually haven't been able to play like over the weekend because of my gigs and stuff Mm -hmm. but it's like i have fought him in my lanes 
so much. Like I, I, I swear, every set that has been on the enemy team has been in my lane. Oh, really? So it's like I am so familiar with his damage. I am so familiar with his ranges. Like I can sit, I can sit outside of his zones and not get scooped. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so familiar with every, even his ultimate because I was playing Silas into him. Yeah, I know so much about this champion now, and I haven't even touched him yet. <laughs> I've been fighting him so much. That's amazing, though. It's like you can understand him a lot better by just watching what he does. All right. right? <laughs> yeah, that's great. I mean, hopefully you'll be able to pick him up eventually. Because he seems like a more of a conventional mid or top laner mm. than a top laner jungle. You know, agreed. Like I think. Yeah, jungle that, that it's it's a struggle. I don't even know like how yeah. he gets optimized ganks without ganking. Yeah, because I feel like when you're playing a jungler, you either need like a gap closer or some sort of form of CC. He mm-hmm. doesn't have any of that until it's, he reaches level six. Like he has to be like, yeah, exactly. Either level six or you need someone to hold them down long enough for you to hold yeah. them down and beat them. And up. he does have like a form of CC, but it's a very small one. Yeah. It's just like it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's like a. I don't even want to say better because I feel like Thresh's flay has more utility. Mm-hmm. It's like it's 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 like a Thresh flay. It's like getting ganked by a Thresh without a hook. You're just yeah. kind of you're just worried that he's gonna flash flay you. Yeah, for the <laughs> most part. Yeah, yeah. He he's just not a good top or a jungler. Yeah. yeah. Top lane he's really good. Mid lane he's only a good counter pick. Yeah. Because um, he gets shut out hard by, by range. Yeah, yeah. Like I played a Kali into him and that matchup was hell for him. Like yeah. he literally he can never get on top of me like i just q harassed him anytime he wanted to farm (laughs) if he wanted to contest me for it because of a collie's passive like i'll just step back get the passive auto q step back get the passive like he just never wins that trade and if he does his pulling cool i'll just shroud create distance again and then yeah he he literally can't anything to a (laughs) call yeah and i would assume silas he actually has a good matchup into like i as silas couldn't do much to him like i just had to just shove him in and roam um any other mage i think will like clap him but yeah uh, Irelia is actually a pretty fun matchup with them. Like they mm-hmm. both kind of want to do the same thing, get into each other's faces and fight. Yeah. Um, any, basically anybody that can kind of harass him without getting touched by him. Yeah. Is, yeah, he's probably going to have a bad time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I want to see how the Jace matchup is. Because I want to see if he forces me to stay in gunner form or can I actually hammer form into him? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see as the games go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing more, I guess, set plays, I guess. And <laughs> I actually want to look kind of find a compilation of like, you know, the plays that he can do. Right. Just set dunking people yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> hype him up. Um, but yeah. Uh, those are the three games I mostly played was just League of Legends, not very much. Mahjong and then Final a Fantasy lot of Fourteen. Mahjong, I yeah. I played it a lot. I, I love it. It's a game that I didn't really know or understand at first, but now that I understand it, it's so much fun because mm. there's just so many different things that you can do, so many different plays you can make. You know, it's like it's like poker in a way. I've yeah. noticed that. Yeah. yeah. Um in terms of anime, I've been watching it off that uh, hands off Azekin, the anime anime. Oh, okay. Oh, so that's the name of it. Yeah. Hands off Azekin. Yeah, Azokin. I don't know what it means exactly, but mm. yeah, it, it looks really good. Rather, I think it is really good because the way that they animate it and the way that they animate their 
scenes. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, you know, when you're a kid, right? You just, you just create Fall this into your fantasy world. Yeah. yeah. And it's what they're doing every single episode. And they're going, Hmm. Okay. This doesn't seem right. So let's go ahead and add this into here. <laughs> let's go ahead and add this into here. Oh, great. Yes. Yes. And they get more and more excited and the world just becomes a whole lot bigger. And this is just all in their heads, right? Yep. They still have a long way to become animators. Really. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's a journey and I definitely am enjoying it a lot. As for some of the regular anime, I've been watching, you know, My Hero. Yep. Really, really good. Really enjoyed episode 76 and 77. Really good. Uh, shoot. What have I been watching? Did we get a chance to talk about 76 on the last podcast or do we watch that after? We watched that after, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I then, think so. Yes, and I will follow too and also say yeah. I definitely enjoyed that episode <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. For those who don't know, today's kind of or this week's been kind of a weird week. <laughs> yeah, it honestly has. <laughs> um but yeah, I've been really, really liking them. Somali is good. Uh, the one with the little kid and the golem. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. I forgot about that. I was going to go watch that. Yeah. Totally spaced on that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yes, that I'm one's really good. That. Um, Ahiro no Soda is also really, really mm-hmm. good. Man, just, just a lot of good ones. Uh, it's sad to say that, like, I'm not hyped yet. Like, everything's kind of in its beginning stages. That's fair. You know? That's fair. When I talked about Dr. Stone, Fire Force, and everything like that, they all started strong. Yeah. Somehow in the middle kind of was very stagnant, mm-hmm. and then picked up right at the end, right? Whereas this one's a little bit different. It's, They're a bunch of slow starters. It's slow starters, but you can definitely tell it's escalating to That's good. bigger measures. Yeah. Which I'm really liking it, too. But yeah. That's about it for anime and video games for me. Yeah, just overall having a pretty okay week. Hopefully this week will be a little bit more exciting. Yeah, more eventful. I feel that mine's will only because of I, I have some pretty decent things lined up for me between basically everything that's going to be in our our announcements later. So <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, just, I'll just save it all for that. <laughs> Speaking of which, do you want to get into the anime news? Yeah, let's do it. OK, gotcha. So, guys, Made in Abyss, the anime is getting a sequel. Um, it is going to be pretty awesome, I think. One thing that I'm kind of going to be really enjoying about it. One thing I really enjoyed the first made of in a yes. right, and I think it ended. I think it ended okay. You know, it yeah. definitely left some some holes open. Some holes open. It <laughs> yeah. left the hole. Open. It <laughs> yeah. left the whole abyss open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm really excited for it to keep continuing. You know, you would never think that these chibi characters. I'm going to call them that because yeah. they're pretty much almost chibi like, right? Yeah, it's like. It's like if you were to take a chibi character and just tried, just made the attempt to like give them more realistic proportions, mm-hmm. but they're still chibi. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly how I would describe this art style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is an anime you would never think to watch. But and then when people tell you to watch it, you start watching. You're like, I get why you guys watch this. Yeah, yeah. it's it's surprisingly dark. I remember this was and honestly made in the abyss is the very reason why I want to go back and watch 
like all of these different series that has been nominated for anime of the year because that's how i found it made in the abyss right where it's like i completely slept on it like i just saw a poster board of a chibi character and i'm like oh the background looks dope but i don't think this is for me this is definitely not something i would care for because this clearly looks like it's for children and i'm not a child so i completely skipped it <laughs> and then, then made in abyss was like hold my beer exactly <laughs> it's like nominated for anime of the year and i think it won that year i'm like mm-hmm. hold on this is getting nominated what is this then i think i saw like a gig arc video or some anime analysts are like oh my god this anime better win and i'm like why started watching it oh my god this anime better get anime of the year <laughs> yeah and it looks great i mean the world that they live in it's a small world mm. but it's a ton of mystery inside yes. of it right because it's just one central location one giant hole right. and you know you never know what you're gonna find actually it makes me mm-hmm. wonder because of that can you call it a small world because it's like I feel like it's small in the sense of how wide it is, how far the world expands. Like, it's just this island that we're focusing on. But in terms of pun intended, I guess, depth. Yeah. <laughs> like This world <laughs> is deep. There's a lot yeah, there's going a, on with this world. I guess it depends on perspective of if you're looking at like the overall world yeah. versus just the one central location, which is basically where they're at. Oh, yeah. If you, if you kind of put it more in the, I guess, the kids perspectives, mm-hmm. it's a pretty big world, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's just focusing on that one central location, which which I'm not saying is bad or anything. Oh, yeah. I just for me, I consider it just a small world, mm-hmm. but it's a small world just with a bunch of mysteries in it. Agreed. Yeah. I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, Made in Abyss coming out. Let us know what you guys think in the comments. And yeah. That's and if y'all talking. haven't seen season one, what is y'all doing? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, go watch that. Like, I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you to go watch it. But if I had to tell you to go watch it, go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's dope. And I think it's going to be another 13 episodes from what I'm seeing right wow, here. Wow, was season one really only 13 yeah. episodes? I think it was like, was it 12, 13, or 14? Oh, my God. So that just shows yeah. how much happened where it's like, I truly believed I watched a 24-episode season. <laughs> like, when I think, like, going back into it, like, I, yeah. honestly, I didn't think this watching it. But. I think each one was like an hour, though. Oh, no, like, they were, they were, were definitely, well, I can't say definitely anymore. I don't even know. I would want to assume they were normal length episodes. Mm. I think they were just compact with so much information mm. that it's unlike a lot of other anime that has like the 13 episode time slot. I felt like every minute of Made in the Abyss had some kind of significance to it. Right. Where I feel like I can recall a lot of episodes and, oh, this happened, that mm. happened, this is why this was big, this is why that was yeah, big. Yeah, it seems like every episode had some sort of cliffhanger or some sort of character development, development yep. into it. Yeah. Or world building. Like, it was either yeah, world building, true. character building, or you were left wondering, what the heck were they trying to build? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All of the above. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's why, like, every episode was just, like, just going hard. You yeah, know? honestly. And I, I can understand if you're only have like a budget of putting it into like 13 episodes or so i mean i don't think budget was their issue when you look at well, their background maybe, and listen to maybe their budget's score. the wrong word i don't know if they planned on having it at 13 episodes or if they were planning to divide it into like 24 episodes or anything like that i want to suspect content may have been the issue mm. they may not have it enough 
source material okay. to make another season. Yeah, budget know- was definitely a wrong word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Made in Abyss coming hey. out soon. Or I shouldn't say it's coming out soon, or the sequel is not coming out soon. Oh, but it's yeah. definitely officially announced. Let me see. They only just talked about the film. Yeah, they only talked about the film uh, when it's going to be opening. But do we know if it's 2020? I believe so. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to as well. But yeah, anyways, let us know in the comments, guys. Yep. All right, move on to the next one. Uh, so Weathering With You, the movie, uh, it ranks number two again in the U.S. on Thursday. Mm. So it's been ranking number two pretty consistently i'm thinking number one is most likely star wars i'm thinking that's what that might be number one Mm. uh but yeah they've been they've been going pretty hard at it we were watching weathering with you in the movie theaters what was that a couple days ago or oh yeah that is also another thing we did this (laughs) week holy as you can see we're not very good at remembering things either (laughs) it is just like this week too i don't know what happened with this week in particular wow we did go watch weathering with you (laughs) that happened we did that we did that in between episodes of the podcast yo let us know if you guys feeling the same way about this week (laughs) but yeah they've been going pretty hard on it you know, Makoto Shinkai is uh, the guy who made your name, right? Mm-hmm. And he seems to do pretty good work, at least in terms of like animation and story, things like that. And actually, also, I would say some of the characters are actually pretty awesome. Yes. Yeah. I really, really enjoy weathering with you in terms of certain aspects, right? Mm-hmm. Certain aspects, I, I really enjoyed it to a point where it's like, I like the movie, but it's not... The greatest movie I've ever seen. Agreed. And this is just my personal opinion. My personal opinion. My thoughts. My opinion. I do not claim to like preach this as the honest truth and everyone that disagrees with me is wrong. But from what I'm seeing on a lot of social media, a lot of people are claiming this to be the best movie ever. And I I did not feel that way at all. Same. Yeah, I I watched it. It was mm-hmm. cool. Like I I didn't hate myself for sitting there watching it. I never felt like I was just waiting for the movie to end. I came in, it flew by, it was great. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. Will I do I feel myself going to see the movie again in theaters? No. Yeah. Would I buy it on Blu-ray? Probably not. And that's not like, oh, it's a terrible movie. Like for me, like the movies I buy on Blu-ray are movies where I'm just like, yo, I need to go back and see this again. Yo, like I need to have this. Like I felt that way with Enter the Spider-Verse. I felt that way with Premiere. I felt that way with Boy and the Beast. Mm. Actually, I haven't seen that. I need it. Oh, dude, I I, I have it upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) We can watch that. Okay. So yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Like it's. It's hard for me to say how it's, I feel about it. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I, I think we have to go deeper into this in spoiler. Yeah, cast. exactly. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to have a spoiler cast at the end, near the end of the episode. Yeah. So, yeah, if you guys want to hear our full opinions and everything about it, stay tuned. I do have one question. Okay. How old is Makoto? Because when I saw when they did his like in the beginning of the uh, in the movie <laughs> where they did an interview and like this dude looked like like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, he got a little gray. So the dude must be like, you know, maybe like like 30, 32, 33. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, when I just started, I was like in the middle of my 20s. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow, he must have grew up quick. And then. 
he showed up, he had one of his early films around that age, and this shit looked like it was like early 90s. And I was like, yo, how old is this dude? <laughs> exactly. Why is he more successful than both of us combined? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Makoto Shinkai is, he's, he's pretty, if honestly, if I could hang out with him, I think he'd be a pretty funny dude. To oh, hang dude, out with. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. But stay tuned for the spoiler cast. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next mm. set of news, okay? Um, so, My Hero Academia, episode 77, was actually very very touching to a lot of people mm. it was kind of one of those episodes and we won't get into too much spoilers but there's just a lot of emotions Emotion. right and a lot of things that have happened that kind of makes you think like in the world full of heroes superheroes this, this is real stuff and it it just kind of becomes more on a human perspective yeah. than it is of a hero or a superhuman perspective right yeah <laughs> And I think it's great. Yeah. I actually kind of needed that for a little bit because mm. almost everything has been serious, 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 you know, fight the villain, serious uh, training arc, yeah. serious, serious, serious. Arc. Yeah. And like the first episode, the first few episodes of the, like the beginning of my hero, mm. you know, had some good plot development, good character development, and, you know, just a lot of bonds that are created. Then it just kept going with the whole villain, 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 train, villain, 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 train. And it's just nice to kind of just step back for an episode and just kind of watch this. So if you guys haven't seen episode 77, I would highly recommend it. And you know, what's funny. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of my favorite episodes of, of Shonen series are actually episodes like this. Like with Yu Yu Hakusho, my favorite episodes aren't the Yusuke freaking beating the big bad, but it's mm-hmm. the episode of like one of my favorites. I find myself going back to watch is when he makes the decision to go to the demon world and he's just closing up loose ends, just him visiting Keiko and her family. Yeah. Like that was my favorite episode because just so much. Like, I feel like I saw Yusuke, not for the first time, but I, I reminded myself he's more than just a spirit detective. Yeah, for There's sure. There's a world he's living, leaving behind. And for me to see that episode made everything else matter. And I feel like this episode was like that to me. Oh, yeah, and for sure. Okino, so. Yeah, and I feel like that's what a lot of people, why a lot of people like anime, right? Mm-hmm. They, it's just easy to relate to quite a bit of few characters here yeah you know superheroes and superpowers or just you know spear guns aside right Right. it's the character that actually matters exactly (laughs) like if the character shit i don't give a damn if he can fire a beam out of his finger if i can't relate to that i can go 100 and plus ultra (laughs) exactly yeah like if i can't relate to that character i don't i don't really care about right yeah so i think that's it's a great step back and just to kind of see the the more human side of a superhuman world. Agreed. Yeah. But if you guys haven't, check out uh, episode 77 of My Hero Academia. Actually, just don't go check it out. Watch the whole damn thing. Yeah, just skip to it. <laughs> How dare y'all? Why, why, why are you even here? If you, if you that type of person. Exactly. Yeah. I'm that type of person. Sometimes. I don't think you guys would regret it. it <laughs> I thought it was pretty awesome. And that's it. Pretty much it for the anime news, guys. There actually wasn't that much going on this week. There was actually a whole lot more gaming news oh my god the drama let's go (laughs) exactly before we go into that though we got to go into the discussion oh true so this is kind of more of a plug for me (laughs) hey hey, yo i'm with it hey i'm with it but guys i will be starting a youtube channel called figurehead where i will be developing or not developing i wish i could develop (laughs) figures but i'll be more of reviewing and rating and opening figures and just to see if the price is worth 
the actual figure, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'll be doing a lot of giveaways and things like that on there. But that kind of goes into the discussion. What do you think of figures, Cookie? What do you look for in a figure? And how much are you willing to pay for a figure? So with me... And it's funny, too, because I have to think back on what got me interested in figures in the first place. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's go way back to middle school when I first discovered anime for the first time Mm -hmm. or when I first discovered what anime was. Anime has been around me, but I didn't know it was anime. (laughs) Yeah. So when I first officially discovered anime, that's when I was uh, chilling with some homies who like they were like they had the man, man cave mm-hmm. where like they had all their rigs down there just making AMVs, all of their DVDs. And the first things that caught my eye when I went down there and I was young, like I was like like I was two years separated from playing with toys. Right. Yeah. So it's like, of course, when I go downstairs and I used to collect a lot of the Gundam action figures mm-hmm. and I go downstairs in the basement and then I saw it was um, the impulse Gundam. Like oh. it was a model kit of the impulse Gundam, like perfect grade. It looked oh, cool. freaking dope. And I couldn't stop staring at it. I thought it was the coolest thing. And like, it was something that's like, Oh, like, I, I, I would play with that if, you know, toys were still kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. that's, that's what I was thinking at the time. And I was just like, you know, obviously they weren't playing with it, but they, you know, they just had it all perched up. And then that's when I took my eyes off of that, started actually looking around the room and saw other like Gundams like of lesser quality, but they had them all around. So at first it was Gumpla. That Mm. really got me into the idea of figures. Mm. So I grew as I got older and actually had the money to throw towards Gunpla. I loved collecting them, but rarely found myself with the time to build them. And I I did like the aesthetic of just having these cool anime things around because like, you know, fandom is dope. And then that's when... I started like going to more conventions, start seeing more dope figures. And I often constantly found myself like, oh, dude, this figure's dope. I kind of want that. This figure's kind of clean. I mm. want that one too. You know mm. what? I think I might actually just be into figures, <laughs> just having things around to kind of decorate. Yeah, like, kind of display. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So I got so caught up in storytelling. What was the actual question? <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, well, that was kind of the first part of what do you think of figures, right? Oh, yeah. uh, what do you look for in a figure and how much are you willing to pay for a figure? So what I look for into a figure now, some of my favorite things are the ones that caught me are if it's a pose, like a set pose, like if it's a figure that's a set pose, I want it to be coming from some kind of cool scene. It doesn't even have to be like the best scene. Mm. Like, like the figure I have of Goku when he turns Super Saiyan for the first time. Not even Super Saiyan, sorry. That's the the one where he does the whole speech to Frieza. The, oh. like, you know, ally to good, enemy to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have that pose and that scene was freaking dope, right? Mm. And I love how it's like when I got that, uh, got that figure, I knew exactly what scene that was. <laughs> Um, yeah exactly so it's like i love figures where it's like you can just pop in and just like oh he did that in that one fight from that one episode that was freaking dope like i i i also like goofy ones like i got uh, our roommate uh i got him a dead yamcha figure that one's super clean like i would love to have a figure for every time goku's bit somebody in battle <laughs> like i would love those like he's, he's so hungry <laughs> yeah like <laughs> If you can't win by fast, he'll win by teeth. Fun fact. Oh, not fun facts. I could be wrong. I just haven't checked it. But I think Cell is the one villain Goku has not bit. I mean, 
<laughs> he looked like vegetables. True. He didn't like his, he didn't want to eat his broccoli. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I I would bite the hell out of Majin Buu. Honestly. I'm either getting bubble gum or I don't know some sort of candy. <laughs> I mean, you are what you eat, old boy. Either that, or if I got indigestion, you know, I, he might be Pepto Bismol. You know, oh, you true, never know. True. You never know. <laughs> yeah. uh, but going into what they're worth, let's see. Because it's like what I would normally spend for a figure is usually anywhere between 20 to 50 is as high as I will go. Mm. But then there's also those special figures that like I've always wanted. I thought they were super dope. And I see why. I see why. And they're like almost like a thousand dollars. Like uh, the Riot Games Twisted Fate figure. And, you know, oh, yeah. I'm a Twisted Fate mm-hmm. main. I want that figure. But I'm not sure if I'm trying to hop on a payment plan for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And pay it the rest of your life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, I think for me, a figure is worth how much it means to you. Right. Like, I can be convinced to go upward towards probably $200 for a Gurren Logan Kamina figure. For sure. Or not even a Kamina figure. You know, like, I think this will be dope. Let me know if this if this figure is this. I'm literally just thinking of what I would pay hella money for is one thing Kamina always spoke about is how Simone's back inspires him. Mm-hmm. Cause like whenever he gets scared or worried about something, he just thinks about Simone's back hunched over, yeah. like getting to work, getting shit done. Right. And in one of the anime endings, season two, they kind of played to that right. where you see him pretty much walking to the future, walking mm-hmm. to his goals. Right. So if there's like a cool, like older Simone uh, figure with like, you know, long coat kind of uh, flowing in the wind as he's walking forward. I would love that figure. I can be easily convinced to drop 350 on that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and this is kind of going into a little bit of kind of like why I wanted to get figures at first Mm -hmm. too. When I first started out, I thought figures were dumb to be honest. I feel that. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. When I was going to, I would see these figures and I'd be like, Oh cool. You know, Mm -hmm. Ain't no thing. I probably wouldn't get it myself. Mm. And then I started buying posters, right? Right. Because I thought posters were better than figures for some reason. I don't know Cheaper, more accessible. Yeah. And you can like literally display it on the wall. Mm. Literally everything I just said is in a figure. You can display it anywhere, right? Yep. And I was like, I just started thinking like, you know, I saw you and Dan and I saw like everybody, they all had their own like little sets of figures and things like that. I'm like... You know, maybe the figures aren't that bad. You know, I, I, I'm going to give it a try. You know, I got my got my first figure was really, really hyped about it. Yep. I think it was um, I think it was a Deku figure. I think that was the first one that I got. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was really, really hyped on my hero. Yeah. Right? And going back to what you were talking about with conventions, right? My first convention that I ever went to was Anime Expo. And boy, oh boy, did I see a lot of figures there. Did I see a lot of anime stuff there. And I was just thinking like, you know, the world's anime world has really, really boomed. And figures are kind of the norm you know yeah. it back in the day you didn't used to be like that that was something yeah. that you with figures you wouldn't necessarily display unless you were like okay with displaying it yep. but like you wouldn't just normally display it like around friends or something like that exactly. nowadays it's it's pretty much okay you know it's like everyone does it and so i just started almost falling in love expected to have it now. <laughs> exactly you know if you're if you're weaving you don't got figures something's off you might you be either a, broke yeah. or you, you you in the wrong fan yeah or you're a serial killer <laughs> something like or that. all of the above yeah exactly um but no 
going into figures and talking about it, right? Figures are kind of the display of an iconic moment. Yes. Right? So... The Super Saiyan one, mm-hmm. Goku goes uh, in Super Saiyan. You know exactly where that where that part's from, or mm-hmm. where you know certain figures will have a certain pose about them that you're mm-hmm. like, I know where that pose is from, or what they look like, I know where that's from, right? Yeah. And so you start thinking about it, it's like, wow, okay, like it's not really about the figures, but it's more about the the moment that you watched that really really hyped you up in that anime moment and so i was thinking like oh man figures are great and i think i'm 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 a figurehead now (laughs) you know i really really like to buy figures and just kind of display them out it's just awesome and going back to you know what you were saying about the gundam thing Mm -hmm. when i went to when we went to japan right Mm -hmm. oh my god and we went to that gundam cafe oh that was that was heaven (laughs) i'd work there they wouldn't even have to pay me just let me be there for free (laughs) exactly i saw all the figures and all the hard work um that these gunpla makers Mm -hmm. have like made with these designs i'm thinking like a lot these are talent. phenomenal yeah. and they look fantastic especially like under the light and everything oh like that. yes yeah, it looks like the oh. way they displayed those <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks god tier and you know you start really having like a really big appreciation for like all kinds of figures whether mm-hmm. it's gumpla you know little pop figures or, yep. or chibi figures or anything like that it's just kind of it's just a way to kind of represent one you and like represent the moment that you had that that, exactly. that time in right it's you pretty much capture your fandom in a physical form yeah definitely yeah. and i think that's kind of why i like figures a lot in terms of like how much i would spend oh boy that's kind of a toughie I definitely wouldn't want to go on a payment plan. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I ain't trying to pay that figure the rest of my life. Um, but I think you're right. I think maybe around like 200, 250 max is probably mm. something I would pay, depending on like the quality of the figure, you know, how much work was, you know, put into it. Is exactly. it custom? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. If it's custom and things like that. Those are the kinds of things that I t- kind of take into a factor before I, I decide to jump on uh Buying a figure. All right. yeah. So you say two fifty. I want to challenge you real quick. Okay. Going back to Japan, the Square Enix Cafe, uh-huh. Cloud Strife on the bike, Advent Children. Mm-hmm. It's not to this price, but I, I'm going to say it's this price and challenge you. Five hundred. Would you? Um. No, I oh, would not. Okay. I would not actually. Huh? As much as I love Cloud Strife and everything like that, and as much as mm-hmm. as much as I love Final Fantasy, no, I, I would not. Right, $350. That's a little better. I would think around $300 to 350 I would actually pay that oh, Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty top quality <laughs> it, stuff it, it, right it, there. It is. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just... I think it was actually upward towards like almost like 700, 800 on that one. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I would not pay that much because if I really think about it, that could be literally something I could use to pay my credit card. Yeah, I was about to say, like it's like, I know if you think about it, I mean, that's that's only $50 a month for like, you know, the next like two, three years. <laughs> I mean, if they if they let me finance or do something. Oh, like no, that. a lot of them do. Really? Like, yeah, there's this. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. There's this. Um, I keep getting. Wait, the, at the Square Enix Cafe? I'm not sure about oh. that. That okay. one, but I know there's sites uh, that you can buy a lot of figures from, mm-hmm. and that's actually how I found out how expensive they can get. Because uh, I saw this really dope Ken one, mm-hmm. Ken Main from Street Fighter, um, and I was like, "Yo, I'd, I'd get that." And I'm sitting here thinking, like, "Oh, it's just like the other figures I've seen. It's gonna be like you know, thirty, forty bucks. Yeah, I'll drop thirty, forty on it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was like freaking. 
$600 beside, but you can hop on a $119 payment plan for the next six months. <laughs> and I'm just like, y'all wild. Yeah. And I just kept going through and saw how many like high quality or high quality. I haven't touched it. So obviously I can't right. say it's high quality, but from the, what the photos were showing me mm-hmm. high quality, uh, figures all like in the multi hundreds like above yeah. like like you're paying you're paying at least half a k for yeah. a lot of these and every single one of them had some kind of custom payment plan you can put on oh, that's really? what i was just like ah yeah, see, i, I did think, not know that yep that was, I was see, like now when we buy figures <laughs> oh, no. You got me, Cookie. I'm going to be looking at all these payment plans with these figures. You're going to see the Cloud Strife figure. You're going to see Sephiroth figure. Ooh, with only the low price of $200 a month for 18 months. (laughs) I mean, if you's about it. I mean, but no, like, if you really think about it, like... Obviously, the the higher quality, the higher the price. Right? Exactly. And I don't know. <clears throat> my taste in figures might change. It might change for the you know better or worse. But mm-hmm. just kind of pertaining to what I would spend right now, probably around two fifty at max. And then if it, if it's, I'm gonna call it a quote unquote on sale. Okay. Fifty dollars. <laughs> I might think about doing that because it's kind of like one once in a lifetime kind of figures that you can get you know exactly yeah and if you it's it's like it's like like louis vuitton right Mm -hmm. people buy louis vuitton one for their for the brand right but it's kind of like those like i like i I can't really explain it you you buy it for the experience of Mm -hmm. owning it and less for actually wearing it right whereas i think this is this is kind of more of a like owning it because I I love it you know yeah. because I I not because I just want it just for like the brand recognition or anything mm-hmm. like that it's more for I I, I relate to this you yep. know because like to me. exactly because like I would not get like some uh, Godzilla figure right for yeah. three hundred fifty dollars that's just me personally I agree I agree yeah because it's more something that's more you know, uh, personalized towards me. And yep. so that's why I kind of feel like it's how that once in a lifetime kind of thing. You, you just have to take it right then and there, but who knows? Okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. I feel that. I yeah. feel that. All right. What about a flash sale? Flash sale. $600. Okay. okay. It is the entire Yusuke Yurameshi squad. Oh. Each figure originally was around four hundred something dollars, but yeah. you get the squad for six. I do it. Yep, I do. <laughs> I feel that not because of the price, but because of how much Yu Yu Hakusho means. Exactly me. same, <laughs> same. Honestly, that was so easy. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> no, but like it's just just kind of good to, for me personally to know what kind of what you think about figures and kind of what other people will fig- think I about figures. It just helps me kind of understand and. Help me understand the audience for my channel when it actually does start. I up. get that. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it for figures. Hey. Thank you for being part of my oh, yeah. survey. Oh yeah. Man, no problem. <laughs> Happy to help. Yeah, so definitely. Do, 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 do I get like 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 a like a movie ticket or something? Uh, yeah, I- yeah, yeah. Uh to weathering with you. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. no, no, I love weathering with you guys. I was, you know, just Cookie would not see it twice. I'll, I'll give him <laughs> yeah. a second chance, you know? 
<laughs> no, but yeah, guys, uh, let me know what you guys think about figures in the comments below. I'm really looking forward to hearing what everyone thinks about it. You know, do you like it? Do you not? How much you're willing to pay for it? it and what's what kind of figures do you guys have? Let me know in the comments. All right. <laughs> Should we move on to video game news? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so video games, there's uh, been a lot of crazy things that have been going on. And I'm going to kind of let Cookie take the wheel on the, a lot of this right now. But Fire Emblem, <laughs> Fire Emblem, <laughs> Fire Emblem, Three Houses, their DSL, DLC trailer has been revealed for a fourth house. Yep. So it's not three houses anymore. It's four it's houses. houses. <laughs> yeah. So like, don't even put a number to it. Let me get another, let me get a fifth house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yo, let me, let me play Fire Emblem the block. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, I think it's actually really, really awesome to be able to kind of see all of this. Yes. Yeah. I, I like Fire Emblem. I haven't finished it all the way to fully, you know, give a full evaluation about it. But I personally think that Fire Emblem is great. Um, mm. I think it's awesome to be able to pick any sort of pick your team, get to know a lot of these characters. Like, who do you want on your team? Mm. Who's whack? Yeah. You know, and just kind of create your all star squad. Yeah, let me get a team of Arthurs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so that's one thing I really, really liked about it. And just from seeing what cookie says about it and kind of what i'm seeing like on the trailer what i saw on the original fire emblem not the original but the original fire emblem three houses mm -hmm. i'd say it's pretty solid it definitely deserves a dlc um yeah what do you think so with me yo i'm mad hype about it like as a because we're watching the trailer right now and just looking at the aesthetics of these characters like i really like them the only thing that saddens me mm. is and this, i don't even want to make it sound like i'm like ungrateful or anything because i think it's dope that we get four new characters that look this awesome i just wish it was like a full class like let me get like eight whole new characters as opposed to the four. Oh, i see um, but it's not even a critique this is just more of like it looks so good i greedily want more so mm. if anything that's more of a compliment than anything um but yeah no it looks great i love how the characters look the uh the voice clips that we get in the trailer already like how they sound you can already feel like their personalities like it's it's dope it's dope i'm super stoked to get a whole new um uh, side story my only question is is for those who played the game you know how when you go into the game, you meet the students, and then you pick your class. Mm -hmm. I want to know, does this DLC kick in after you've already picked your class, and then you go on to the side story to the Ashen Wolves? Or do I get to start off with the Ashen Wolves from the get-go? Oh, I see. I think it's going to be the one that you just said earlier about... Yeah, you pick your yeah. class first and yeah, then, then you go meet up that. with them? Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking because, like, it'd be kind of, kind of a hot mess to start from the very very beginning with the mm. ashen wolves and like the the whole interaction whereas like with the dlc it's kind of like a like a separate bunch i didn't know you get all four like i didn't know that four of them are gonna be on your team what i'm right? assuming at least uh, just looking <clears throat> at the trailer that's what i'm led to believe oh, okay i wouldn't be surprised if they did different characters because i know for the most recent fire emblem fire emblem echoes they had four characters released but they were in two separate dlc packs mm -hmm. um so and they came out at the same time it was just 
like because for echoes it was there were split routes there mm-hmm. was there's was, there was two main characters alm and selica the alm route and selica route mm-hmm. so you can do like two over here and two over there or if you just really want to put them all on one route you can do that i see yeah so i'm i'm assuming this is the like that whole class is available to you so i'm assuming all four of them are available to you Mm -hmm. and i would like to believe and i agree with you i truly believe it's likely i pick my class and then i meet up with them but i would i really am hoping would like to start from like the beginning with them yeah because it's like it gives me more time to actually like build them how i want to get to know them and on top of that i want to know what their take on the whole entire situation is you know okay because i within the story right yeah the original story exactly because like i don't want to like start blue lions and i'm forced with the ashen wolves to follow dimitri because i started there like i want them to be like okay yo elder guard and dimitri are bugging right now like claude's in the middle what's what's our take in this what do we do with this like i want to know what do they do what do they have to do with this how does this war affect them ah that's what i want to know so that's what i'm hoping what these side story quests are yeah definitely and i think the reason why i also think that you choose your class first Mm -hmm. and then you you hang out with them Mm -hmm. is because of the different interactions of hanging out with them like the different characters that are going to hang out with each other just for meeting each other Mm -hmm. and then you know people are then going to pick up the the blue lions is it blue lions oh yeah blue lions blue lions people are gonna like pick up blue lions you know take that that quest Mm -hmm. and do it with them just to kind of see the interactions with them i think i think that's what it's most likely going to end up being oh yeah no i agree like everything i've been like saying is more just like i hope it's like this Mm -hmm. i really do i i really do because i would love just another perspective of this story Yes, I 100% agree. And they look great. Yeah, they look amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's like I have zero critiques on their character designs. Like, they just look freaking dope. Like, spend some fan art for me. I'm definitely drawing them on when this drops. Oh, yeah. When when does it drop, Dean? Uh, I want to say it's the 14th? 13th. 13th. 13th of oh, month. Yep. okay. Gotcha. Wow, that's pretty soon, actually. Yeah. That's right around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. So I guess I know what you're going to be spending your time in February oh, dude, on. Yes. 100%. <laughs> awesome. Speaking of Smash, so a special character joins uh, <laughs> Super Smash Bros, right? Yeah. And he goes by the name of By Left from yeah. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Houses. and there's been a lot of controversy about there's this guy so much drama all right now just a disclaimer i don't play smash i watch smash so i don't really have like a sort of bias or anything like that so a lot of this is going to be kind of steered towards cookie kind of what he thinks and he's going to kind of be was it a little little neutral yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm for the most part neutral because i, I get think you'll most likely be announcing what a lot of discrepancies are. exactly okay exactly gotcha. like i'm mostly going to be just for those who don't know letting you guys know what's been going on <clears throat> and then of course i'll voice my opinion on it as well so pretty much the internet's in a meme war right now it's it's i don't want to say like the smash community like everyone's involved i want to clump up an entire community over some select few individuals can't even say select few that's a damn lie um over a select majority of individuals like no seriously like if you guys were to go to the nintendo uh, the nintendo video when they announced by left yeah there was when i checked 
yesterday or two days ago, there was like 11,000 and 11,000.3 likes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And or 11 or wait, no, 113,000. I think that's what it was. Mm. Yeah. 113,000. Yeah. Yeah. And there was 74,000 dislikes. Oh, damn. Yeah. Like it's like a third of the population that watched that video is pissed. Yeah. It's it's pretty massive. And it's for a while now, there's been, I guess you can say a, I don't want to go as far as say hate, but a dislike towards the introduction of Fire Emblem characters, mm. which I myself, please clear this up for me in the comments because I biasly don't understand where a lot of the hate comes from. Like mm. I'm sure I understand a portion of it. So the part that I understand where the hate comes from, and I, I agree with most of it, is a lot of people don't like clone characters. I too, as someone who comes from an FGC background, mm. uh, playing fighting game characters, I don't like a lot of clone characters. I'd rather have that slot be another right. character. Yeah, I feel like um, clone characters, it's like, why would I play this character when there's clearly a better version of that character? Exactly. Why would I play, or why would I play so-and-so character who's clearly better than, you know, or who's, whose character, this character is clearly better than this character, but this character is you know obviously better than the character that i'm choosing so it's like why don't i choose the other like the the original right exactly exactly so if i were to bring this back into like history smash melee Mm -hmm. only had two fire emblem characters one of them was an unlockable so we had marth which that was the first time uh Fire Emblem characters even touch, touched in North America. Legally, I'm pretty sure people had like ported versions of oh, yeah, the sure. older Fire Emblem games. I'm assuming ports were a thing back then. I wouldn't know. I was too young. Right. Yeah. So Marth was a thing and Roy was a clone character unlockable. Right. Then you go into Brawl. No Roy. We just have like still two Fire Emblem characters, but this time they play different from each other, mm. but they share. I guess you can say this is where a lot of from what I've here, the Fire Emblem trope starts building of the whole counter swordsman like swordsman's would counter. Mm-hmm. Then we get into Smash 4, or also known as Smash 3DS or Smash Wii U. Easiest, it's just easier to call it Smash 4. And this is when we just kind of get like, for me as a Fire Emblem fan, I love this. I Mm -hmm. love that we got all these characters, but a lot of people did it. I get why. I get why. Awakening just blew up. So Awakening saves the series. Awakening is wildly popular. Mm -hmm. Fire Emblem is becoming like one of like, you know, one of the main Nintendo games now where you can say it's like oh yeah it's up there with zelda now like Mm. it's it's starting to get pretty big so because of that we get the three main characters from awakening we get robin who i love in that game because he plays he's so different from not just fire emblem but different from every other smash character so he's a unique character so i love uh, that he's in the game we get oh no not three sorry three is currently so we get two because we only get lucina 
And this, I feel like Lucina kind of adds to the problem, even though I get why they did this. So one thing I appreciate Sakurai for, he's really good at keeping the identity of the characters within their play style, Mm. where it's less about character diversity, because I'm going to make a character and make this character different and more of character representation where this game was popular. I'm going to put them in. For those who don't know, or everyone knows this who plays Smash, Lucina's a Marth clone. For those who don't know, why she's a Marth clone is in her own game, she poses because uh, her story is like thousands of years later. Like she's a descendant of Marth. Great tragedy happens, and to give hope to the people, she poses as Marth. Oh. So her fighting style is designed. Exactly. Her okay. fighting style is designed to be his clone because she is posing as his clone. Oh, okay. So it's honestly accurate that she plays like Marth mm. story-wise. Does it help the case here with Fire Emblem? Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and they bring back Roy, who okay. was already originally a Marth clone. So for Smash 4, we basically have three Marths in the game. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do play their different, they have their different play styles, but they really only show when you play the game competitively, which obviously is a smaller portion of the community. Right. Like, someone who casually plays the game, plays for fun with items, not on Final Destiny, nation like right. just those who want to just enjoy beat the up game. their friends yeah. yeah enjoy their friends, beat beat up up their their friends. friends. <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> you're not wrong but it just right. sounded funny when it came out <laughs> it's like these like a lot of these players they don't care that martha does damage with tippers roy does damage at the base of the blade and lucina does it from the beginning no those are numbers no one cares about unless right. you're trying to optimize your play yeah. style so alt uh, objectively they're the same character right okay. Then we get another Fire Emblem DLC character, which when everyone's already kind of on edge of how much Fire Emblem we just got and how much of it is the same shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we get Corrin. Mm-hmm. Corrin plays very different from other Fire Emblem characters. Oh, yeah, I noticed. Yes. Yeah. But... And this is where I think, like, I'm not sure if it's just you kind of attack anything that's similar and you kind of forget the things that are different. But I feel like with Corrin, it's that you attack something that's similar, but forget the things that's different. The only thing she has similar is she has a sword and she's a counter and she has a counter, which is true to Fire Emblem characters. Right. Right. Um, and on top of that, I will admit it, she was a DLC pack and there's a lot of characters that people want. I, I'm still waiting for my boy Isaac to hop in Fire Emblem from uh, Golden Sun. What about Arthur? <laughs> you know, yes, Arthur can get in too. Okay. Yeah, so I get it. There's a lot of characters that people wanted. Yeah. And then we get another Fire Emblem character that kind of follows typical fire emblem character tropes so in the eyes of some it's the same damn character Mm. then we go to ultimate right and we get another fire emblem character in crom who is just a clone of roy who's just a clone of mark (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was saying earlier why would i play this one when this character is clearly better (laughs) exactly exactly so it's again it's like the way a lot of these characters have been presented doesn't help them build a case for them to get more representation. You know, I get it because when you take your eyes off of Smash Bros for a second, right, and just look at the individual IPs that make Smash Bros. Right. Mario's been big since Mario's been Mario. So, of course, Mario is going to get new representation every time. Right. Zelda's been big since Zelda's been Zelda. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's going to get representation all every time. Right. For sure. 
Fire Emblem has just recently hit this status. Mm. So it's almost like I wouldn't be surprised if they're just flooding characters in there to catch up. Because when you think about it, Melee, we only had two characters. Brawl, we only had two characters right before Smash uh, 4 drops. Awakening shows up. Insane sales, crazy sales, mm. sales that inspires not only does for the game series to continue, but it spawned a Dynasty Warriors game that's sold really well. Mm. It inspired a mobile game, Fire Emblem Heroes, that did get a mobile game of the year. So it's like when you're looking at it from eyes off of Smash Bros and just the IP. Fire Emblem is doing really freaking well right now. Mm. Like Fire Emblem is a massive IP now. Mm. Like it's again, it's putting up numbers. Yeah. Like Zelda. It's like one of the like big Mario. Three or, exactly. Yeah. Like it's up there with Pokemon yeah. and stuff. Like it's a massive series now. So then when you put your eyes back on Smash as a developer for Smash, what is the smartest decision to put? Like what characters am I going to be looking at first? When I'm looking at Nintendo IPs. Mm-hmm. Yep, there's a Metroid fan base that's still wanting characters. And I feel for y'all. Right, real talk. I feel for y'all. <laughs> but Fire Emblem just made us millions. So and we don't have the newest Fire Emblem character in here. Oh, okay. So I would assume people would want to buy left. Not I. Not I as in me, Cookie Cookster. But I as a developer trying to put hot characters in. Numbers outside of Smash... Which is why I'm surprised so many other people were surprised that Byleth got in. Numbers outside of Smash almost demands three house representation in this game. Okay. <laughs> right? Which then begs the question then, do you think fans yep. of Smash or of Fire Emblem, do you think they would be more mad if they put in one of the, the three house representatives like Claude, so- who's a bow user, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. And that was also kind of like another thing that I kind of saw was there, mm-hmm. especially in the Instagram comment that we yeah. got, um, where he was like, oh, great, another sword user. Exactly. Do exactly. you think people would be more mad at the fact that like <clears throat> a bow user or an axe user um, like takes that takes the place of by left? Do you think so, people would still be mad because it was Fire Emblem or because it's a different character with a different set of moves? So I actually have a few opinions on that very thing, actually. Okay. Opinion number one comes from when Three Houses dropped mm-hmm. and it slapped. Everyone I knew got it. Everyone I knew loved it. Everyone I knew played it. A lot of people I know are still playing it, right? Mm-hmm. It was no secret uh, Three Houses was coming to Smash. The only secret was... Who was getting in? Me and my uh, friends that I go in, we have fight nights every now and then. Smash Bros is our our fight night. Like yeah. we go and play Smash Bros. During one of these fight nights, we had that this that very conversation. Yeah. And my opinion of it was, I definitely want three house representation in here, mostly because I wanted the soundtrack in Smash. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I would get the soundtrack and I'd still be playing Lucina and Joker. Okay. <laughs> but um if they were to do it, mm-hmm. I know it's gonna be Byleth. I don't want it to be Byleth because I feel like Byleth of the four potential options is the worst option. Mm. Cause Byleth follows the whole silent protagonist. Right. So it's he's he's your he's your self-insert. He's right. supposed to be your guide into the game. Right. So all the personality 
are on the house leaders. And I feel like there's only things you can gain mm -hmm. from putting the house leaders in. Because one, you put in Dimitri, right? There's not a single uh, Lance user in Smash Bros. Right, exactly. So it's like... This I feel like Nintendo would have been wiser to use like the house leaders because they use Dimitri. You really this will really answer the question. Do people just hate Fire Emblem in Smash? Yeah. Or are people just tired of swords in Smash? Exactly. Right. So yeah. Dimitri answers that question. That, yeah. That would have gave the more po uh, a more likely possibility of finding the true answer exactly. of what is wrong. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's like I agree. And with then you. that would also give them opportunities to include Edelgard and Claude. Exactly. Because that'll be different. Uh, um, Weapon users, exactly. Right? And I think by left he he uses the sword mainly, but doesn't it like transform into like different weapons? So like that? that's where I go into the secondary okay. opinion, right? right? Where Nintendo's very aware of this, and I feel like by left was kind of just like this is like okay, let's really see because they even address it in the video where it's like oh yeah, we put in by left, he shows off his cool like you know sword moves, and then he gets clapped by every swordsman, and they're just like <laughs> oh you're here soon. Oh, I see. There's too many sword users in the game and you yourself are a sword user? <laughs> yeah. Well, how, what would you do by that? What would you do with this? Oh, great idea. And then gives them multiple weapons. Mm -hmm. And he shows off all of his different weapons. And they're not just specials. They're literally you, you forward tilt, you forward smash. That's the that's the lance. Right. You do a neutral air. That's a bow. You do any type of downward attack, down air or uh, not down tilts, but down smashes. That's the axe. And they all have their own corresponding uh, B buttons mm -hmm. with their weapons. So he's more than just a sword user. And then this is where I start believing. I think it's more of a fire emblem issue because he doesn't like there's not a single skill Byleth has that ties him with the other Fire Emblem characters. He doesn't have a dancing blade. Mm. He doesn't have the Martha B. He doesn't do Aether. He doesn't have a counter, nor does he have like, you know, the Roy sit down and charge forever attack. OK, like he doesn't have any of that. Yeah. He has a very unique skill set of anything. He, He's not the clone. Exactly. Yeah. Like the closest move he has to anyone else in the game is he has a more stylish version of a Joker up to be. Right. Oh, OK, so it's nothing but, about mm -hmm. him screams Fire Emblem. Other than the fact that he is from Fire Emblem, and yet this character has drew more hate than anything else. And Zero himself called it out saying that he truly believes if you put a different face on this character and kept the same moveset, we wouldn't be seeing the drama that we have now. Ah, okay. So it's, but again, this is, that's I me, mean, that's regurgitating his speculation. Mm. That's my also, that's also my speculation, where it's like to support that. And this is where I also think where some of the hate comes from as well is everyone and their mom was hyped over the possibility of this being Dante. Like even Capcom trolled us on the Twitter. Right. Like like everything in the, like everyone yeah, in their mom. That's literally was what I've Dante. been saying on the podcast too. Right. I'm just like, hey, Dante for Smash, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's like everyone's been expecting it. So I'm not sure if people are just really mad that we but didn't then, get Dante. Yeah, and then got Byleth. But when you think about, and this is why I'm like more focused on the idea, I think people just hate 
Fire Emblem and Smash is when you think of what kind of character Dante was going to be, he was going to be yeah, a sword, sword user. With yes. guns. Yes, but yeah, with sword guns. user. But, yeah, yeah. but like literally like, everything by left is doing are yeah. things that Dante would have been doing. It's primarily right. sword user with different gadgets. Right. So it's like when I hear people say, why is it another sword character? It's like if I hear you rooting for Dante, I'm sorry. That that pain's invalid. Yeah. If you were against Dante and mad at by left, and yeah, by all means, have at it. Right, right, exactly. So it's like the more I dig deep into this whole like drama of like, you know, whether you love or hate Byleth or what do you think about him in the game? At the end of the day, it's hard for me to not feel that it's just people hate the idea of more fire emblem in the game regardless what weapon it is regardless what character it is if it's a fire emblem character it feels like right feels like like if you think i'm wrong if you guys think i'm full of shit please tell me i want to have this discussion right with the community when without the memes involved because anytime (laughs) i try to go to like any comic post or like just see what people are talking about it just quickly turns into a meme more of people shit talking each other like i actually want to know how people truly feel about this kind of thing right Mm -hmm. so it's again my stance on it i just think people hate fire emblem and smash now Mm. because i think they just got overloaded with it because like when you think of mario we got probably one or two characters a year since the beginning Mm. when you think of zelda one character a year since the beginning right every other franchise probably one character a year since the beginning fire emblem we kind of got first we start off with two then we got three then we got three more (laughs) exactly (laughs) it it could it could be an overload and it could you know in my personal opinion just kind of from what i'm hearing it definitely does seem like there is a lot of hate on fire emblem yeah. right and i i think a lot of factors kind of play into it yeah right? a lot yeah i think one it depends on the demographic of people yes because the people who haven't gotten fire emblem in the states for a little while mm. and then they get it and they love it it's great right yeah but people have kind of grown up with like mario and zelda yep. and like these classic nintendo i icons yep that they're just like they're they're not really mad about it, but it doesn't justify the fact that it, they're oversaturated just the same amount as Fire Emblem. Oh right? yeah, definitely. I think that that also plays a factor into it. Going back to the sword user, I think I don't know if it I don't know if it justifies it or not, but like Cloud is a is a heavy sword user, right? Right, still a sword user. Yep. Not many people had too much hate on that guy. Yep. You know. Uh, Hero's a sword user, yeah. but they don't hate him for his sword. There's other yeah, things that exactly. people hate him for. Same thing with Zelda. Zelda's a sorry, not Zelda, Link. Yeah, sorry. I was about to say it's like we talk about clone characters and <laughs> yeah. nobody yeah. gonna talk about how we have three yeah. links in the game with minute differences. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it it the, the whole fact that oh, another sword user, I personally for me, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a weak justification Agreed. for why that it's either the character by left or um fire emblem those are those are the two big ones right Mm -hmm. just kind of from what i'm hearing and everything like that and a person who doesn't really play smash but watches it a lot Mm -hmm. um i feel like that is 
the more reasonable justification on why people hate it. You know? Agreed. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it just feels like you because hear literally throw Dante it. in it, no one would have a problem. Yeah, everyone would be celebrating. Yeah. The funny thing is, as we said earlier, yeah, he what Byleft is doing now mm. in the trailer is exactly what we could expect Dante to be a primary sword user with other weapons as gadgets. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I think. I'm not sure if it's just the in the states or if it's also like in Japan or not. I want to say it's a stateside thing only because when you think to the most recent character release when they did the uh cuz they had to show them both at the same time because these two characters were clearly catering to two separate groups of people mm-hmm. is when they announce both Hero and Banjo and Kazooie. Right. Japan gave no shits about Banjo, <laughs> but they were hyped as heck over Hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out exactly. here in the States. Because not, people love Dragon Quest. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then out here, everyone was hyped over Banjo. Yeah. And people were like, who? Is that Goku? Is that Goku the sword? Is exactly. That, is that AT? Is that, yeah. that Trunks? I know them. <laughs> so I bet you the people in Japan or outside of the states i'm just naming japan specifically yeah i bet you they're they're okay with it yeah they're they're perfectly fine with it um one and i'm going back to that whole thing about growing up yeah. playing the game right playing the game of fire emblem they get they get it first you know yeah he, dragon quest not a very famous game it's a famous game but it's not as famous in japan yeah. people love the hell out of dragon quest because like right. i was watching this youtube video mm-hmm. of when hero first came out mm-hmm. People in the states, oh boo! Yeah, who the hell is this guy? Over- this Polygoku, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Switch over to Japan. Oh, oh, you know, yep. it's just like crazy. Yeah. And so it, it really is a states thing, and I definitely agree that it is a states thing. And it's it's just kind of sad. Um, but I mean, people have their own opinions. Agreed. Yeah. I do also want to say this much because I was like like hard thinking about this at work, where it's like before. Byleth was coming. That's right. 100%. Again, three houses as well as that game is done. No way Byleth wasn't coming, right? I think what Nintendo should have done, I think they should have treated Byleth like Piranha Plant. Like, for example, okay. I'd be mad as hell if they try to charge me for Piranha Plant, right? If I bought a hero yeah. pass for Piranha Plant yeah. and they didn't, it was, hey, you get this game for free if you've just bought the game before this time period. Yeah. And then the fighter pass actually starts with Joker, right? Yeah. And I think if they treated Byleth like that, mm-hmm. like whatever their fighter As pass like a character complimentary one, character. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever their fighting pass character season two one is, mm-hmm. if they move that to our season one five. It could have been literally anybody, and I think people would have been cool. Yeah. Like, I, it literally could have been anybody, and I think people <laughs> would have been okay, right? Yeah. And then you open up Fighter Pass 2, and it's just like, and hey, thanks for sticking with us for, you know, this past year. Like, you know, we love creating content for you guys. So for anyone who has, for anyone who has purchased this game before we release Season Pass, uh, season pass 2, you get buy left for free. Yeah. Like real talk. Like I feel like that would have been fair. Exactly. I feel like almost everybody. Exactly. I yeah. feel like anyone who gets mad at a free buy left. Like at that point, like to me, that is just, you're just truly hating on fire <laughs> emblem. Like, cause again, I get it. If yeah. you paid your fighter pass, like you, that means you just got shook down for 
$5.99 of your hard-earned cash yeah. for a character you didn't want, I feel you. Yeah, exactly. But if you get it for free, you just being petty. Yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. You just being hard petty. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you get a fire pass with all your characters that you don't even know. Like, right. you, you've never played the game before, right? Or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's kind of like that. Like, right. it's like, w- w- why did I get the fighter pass then? Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, you're right. It is, it is just pettiness after that. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> I think, hating ass. Right. And on top of that, it's like a lot of people didn't know we were getting a fighter pass too. Yeah. So it's like the fact that they explained fighter pass 2 at the end of the video was already too late people are already mad as hell at the fact that it was by left right? right so it's like for people who didn't know there was a second fighter pass a lot of people were just like oh my god this is the last character mm. this is of all the characters i've ever wanted of everything that like and i feel that because i'd be mad as heck too if I was promised Dante and got by Leth mm-hmm. and I'm never getting Dante. I'd be mad as heck too. I get it. But it's like, if people didn't know that there was another fighter pass, I get it. So many different reasons to be mad. So it's like, objectively, all in all, just clearing out the pins. I think everyone needs to just calm down. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like there's more there's six more characters to come. Not every character in the fighting pass slaps. Yeah. Like, by myself for season one again i didn't care about prana plant but it was free i'm not gonna bitch about it right hyped as heck for joker and there hasn't been a character for me nope terry bogart hyped as heck for joker didn't care for banjo because sadly that was something i missed in my childhood Mm. didn't care for hero because that's something i missed in my childhood Mm -hmm. am i mad that i paid for that pass no Joker yeah. paid for it. Yeah. Terry Bogart paid for it. I found two characters I really like. Yeah, exactly. Byleth, I'm a Fire Emblem fan. And honestly, I mean, Byleth looks cool, but he doesn't seem so cool where I'm going to, you know, take hours off of Terry and Joker and Lucina to play hella Byleth. But it's, I don't know. I, it's there. Exactly. Yeah. It's I like to look at it for... The things that are like, look at it for the things that I got that I'm happy with and just be grateful that Sakurai, the man who already said he wanted to retire, the man who said "Eh, it's probably going to be the last time we do this and agreed to do a secondary fighter pass because he loves this game and loves this community, despite everyone demanding him to lose his job over one character that statistically cash flow wise makes a lot of sense (laughs) i just like that little hate in there but uh (laughs) it's at the end of the day i think just people should just calm down and just be grateful for what you got like yeah this is not your character but hey that's someone else's character banjo's not mine yeah exactly my friend loves the hell that's that's why i tell people it's it's literally what you grew up with as a kid exactly or like at a certain age what you were playing and why you loved it right Mm -hmm. like banjo kazooie i love banjo kazooie i love watching banjo like (laughs) all like the like the the tropes in his play style and everything like that like i really love that right Mm -hmm. You know, Joker. I really love Joker. I love yeah. Terry. Uh, mm-hmm. Lucina, you know, and Fire Emblem, I personally have not played much to know, right? But right. you've played it all. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. so, like, obviously, you're going to you're gonna love all these characters. Oh, right? yeah, definitely. And I really just think it's all down to what did you play exactly. when you were younger? Yeah. Like, uh, one question that was pot- that <laughs> has popped up, and that, this question was asked to me when mm-hmm. we were on our phone with a friend, was who asked for this? And for me, that was always a weird question. Like, not because it's just, it was asked to me on that, but that's a common question I noticed coming up in the comments. And it comes back to what you just said. 
the people who grew up with it. Yeah. Who asked for banjo? People yeah. who grew up with banjo. Who yeah. asked for hero? People who grew up with hero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like at the end of the day, it's yeah. We're not. I'm not the only person playing this game. And I feel like you're not the only person playing this game for sure. <laughs> and I feel like the people in the states, they definitely get their voices heard. I feel like though in Japan, though mm-hmm. their voices are going to be heard first. Oh, definitely, right? definitely. Yeah. And people love Fire Emblem in, in the in Japan, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so obviously that's going to happen, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just when it happens, exactly, and how it happens, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So to do, to to just kind of summarize it all. Let us know what you think in the comments. Yeah, and please be easy, guys. Please be easy. Like at the end of the day, we're all gamers. Let's not. That's that's gonna be my title for this podcast. Yeah. Violet for Smash? Question mark exclamation point. <laughs> that clickbait. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Nah, but just to drop some truth on y'all real quick, though. At the end of the day. We're all just gamers. We should yeah. all be one community. We shouldn't be fighting each other over a DLC character that isn't the end of the game. Yeah. Because I I always hate how people like to label us as gamers. And every time there's a mass shooting, they swear he's a COD player. And <laughs> it's just yeah. like, like the more we fight over dumb stuff like this, the more like the more like evidence we give to those who think video games makes us worse people. And I'm not going to lie. If anyone has been in part of the comments and read it, or if you can, if you guys can calm down for a second, if you mad as heck and look at the comments, trust me, we look like some pretty shitty people like yelling at each other over a damn DLC character. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like just the, the gaming community in general, no matter what game you play, there's always going to be a few toxic, actually a few, Quite a bit of toxic people. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that's yeah. the, I like to I truly mm-hmm. like to believe toxicity is the few. Right. I truly like to believe it is the minority. But it's, yeah, it's the few that kind of makes the game and gamers seem like the worst, right? Exactly. Kind of like anything in 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 any sort of generalization. Mm-hmm. That one person, that one rotten cookie, mm-hmm. that ru- yeah, yeah, rotten, yeah. no no pun intended. Oh, no, you're good. No you're pun good. intended. I actually <laughs> thought it was a pun. I was all for it. <laughs> okay, okay. That that ro- <laughs> that rotten cookie that, that ruins the jar that, that ruins the whole jar right <laughs> and that's kind of what it is for just anything especially gamers especially now and you know i think we should all just love to play games you know I exactly mean, we should all just get down to that like yeah. at the end of the day it's supposed to be as sakurai said smash it's yeah it's considered a fighting game at this point because the competitive community took it to that level yeah. but at the end of the day it's just having fun exactly it's yeah. a celebration of video games yeah that's all it is yeah, exactly. celebration let's celebrate let's yeah. let's not i was trying to think of a word that like had just as many syllables as celebrate, celebrate that still rhymed with hate <laughs> But y'all know what I mean. Y'all, we haven't spit bars in a while. How'd y'all like our new theme song? Tell me in the comments. Is it cringe enough for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. You already know it's cringe. But, hey, you guys love it. You already know you do. Don't, don't lie to yourself. Yeah, y'all, y'all humming it right now. Yeah. Yeah. is the cast. Yeah. But let us know what you guys think in the comments below. Let us know what what your opinions are and yeah keep it uh pg i guess or pg-14 i suppose yeah or at least like you know like at least spoiler warning if you're gonna drop that heat so that way children ain't gotta see it. yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah let's move on to the rest of the news uh while we still have some time mm-hmm. i think we're gonna be continuing this podcast just for a little bit longer because yeah, we got a sure. lot of stuff to talk about oh, yeah, for sure. um but going into delayed games we're gonna be talking about 
the delayed games. There's yeah. actually been quite a few. I've been personally a little disappointed, but I get why um, the games are de- the games are being delayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big one for me was the Final Fantasy VII remake yeah. uh, being delayed to till April 10th. Uh, Marvel's Avengers is also being delayed to September 4th. And Cyberpunk 2077 is also being delayed to September 17th. Now, I get Square Enix in general is just (laughs) delayed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, then that's their motto, you know, and that's okay. Personally, I feel like if you tell us that you delay the game, tell us that you're going to be using it as a moment to make the game a lot better. Exactly. Like, I want to... I want you to delay a game just for that reason. Yes. So that way you can give a, a basically and honestly a, a memorable experience. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, I'm okay with that. You know, I'm a little disappointed that it didn't come out according to plan. Cause that just kind of ruins my plans of what my plans were for March. Yeah. Uh, but I get it, you know, and the same thing goes to like cyberpunk 77 and Marvel's Avengers. You know, I think it's a smart decision yep. because <laughs> You want that game for that month to have its highlight. Yes. If you have Final Fantasy VII and you have Cyberpunk 2077, and um, I don't know if Avengers were in, was in that same month or not, but if you have all three of those games, and those are the big contenders, and they're, too. They're, they're yeah. stealing sales from each other. Exactly, yeah. Not everybody has $180 to throw around. <laughs> exactly. And so uh. it's... For me personally, I think it's a bad move to to keep them all in that same Agreed. month. Yeah. So it's just nice to just be pushed back and just say, hey, have respect for this game and, you know, let it get its sales. Have respect for this game and let it get its sales, too. Agreed. You know, agree. Yeah. At, at the end of it, everybody wins. Yeah, for sure. That's literally yeah. what happens. Everybody yeah. wins. I mean, as long as you don't like, you know, screw over my pre-order, I'm <laughs> <Yep>. Gucci. <laughs> it's, it's funny, too, because it's. I actually appreciate it when I do hear delays mm-hmm. only because I can, I still cannot take that bad taste out of my mouth. Like I haven't played, I haven't played Assassin's Creed since. Yeah. And I think, Oh yeah. Keep going. Keep oh, going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, cause I remember there was a time where I can, I wish I could remember the year. Like if I, if I had the information already prepared, I can be like these two years. Cause it was like a solid two years of games where everything came out unfinished right like there was so much crunch time and people just releasing a buggy messes where it felt like it was almost like you're just expected to pop in a game waste like an hour and a half just installing the game then another like 30 to 40 minutes of a day one patch fixing the things that should have been ironed out before Mm -hmm. they even put it out on the streets right and it's and even then like a lot of the times it was like a subpar product and it's just like yeah why did y'all release this mm-hmm. like exactly like, i don't know it happens so often where it's like now when i hear a game is delayed i actually i have i will breathe yeah. a sigh of relief where mm-hmm. i'm like oh at least i know because of this delay because they, they they have no excuse after this right because of this delay i know i'm buying a finished game yeah for sure and i also feel the same way as well um but i will also say it depends on the length of the delay, right? That is true. Because if a, if a game... Vane really hit us with that one. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. exactly. One primary game that I can say, for example, that's been delayed so many times, Kingdom Hearts. Oh my so God. Kingdom Hearts came out. First one slapped. Second one came out. Didn't come out for a while. It came out and it mm-hmm. slapped. The third one came out. People have been having high demands for it. Didn't come out for years. Uh, literally a decade. Yeah. Finally comes out. The game, it looks great. Aesthetic wise, it looks great. Everything looks great. Like, like the graphics are on point. Everything's on point. 
but the overall story and already the story is kind of weird already. Yeah, in it's Kingdom so convoluted. That it's just kind of like it was a little bit of a disappointment, and I was also missing out on the fact that. There weren't any Square Enix characters no. in there. No Final Fantasy characters in this DLC's one. DLC's a thing. Yeah, exactly. And it's not even that, too. It's Disney. It was, yeah. you know, the game's owned by Disney, and there was a lot of things going on that they were just like, ah, you know, we're just not going to include uh, Final Fantasy characters in there. And I'm just like, but that's what the other two games were, and that's why people were so and drawn you know, to it. And you know what's sad, too? Because mm-hmm. it's like, now that you bring that up, it, like, opens up old wounds of Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, it makes me wonder. It's like, how egotistical is Disney to think that they can just shit on people's legacies like that? Yeah, exactly. Like, inf- like, for me, <clears throat> Infinite. Game only exists because Street Fighter versus Etsman was a thing. Right. They think they can just cut out Etsman because, you know, they're Disney. And then Square Enix, like, uh, not Square Enix, sorry, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Think they can just take out Square Enix out of the comp picture. Right. Let's go back to 2002. Is that mm-hmm. when, when one dropped? Uh, Kingdom Hearts 1? Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere around the so, early 2000s. Yeah, let's yeah. go back to there, right? The kid, of, at, for me, the kid I was at that age when Kingdom Hearts 1 dropped, I wasn't going to give a damn about playing a game with Mickey Mouse in it. I wasn't getting my attention. <laughs> I was hyped because I saw a playable game where I can run around, hit stuff looking like a Final Fantasy character. Yeah. And they showed Cloud in the background, had my childlike brain thinking I can play Cloud like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, well, and also like the the Disney Square Enix combo yeah. sounds it's so weird. Kind of like in the last podcast where we yeah. talked about Stitch yeah, in right. Feudal Japan. It just sounded so weird but it, it i guess it works exactly right. yeah. <laughs> exactly and so like it's like those two were like best friends right yeah. and you know best Disney friends got in invited one. to the cool cool group yeah exactly and left square enix to, to, to ride in the dirt and yeah. so it's just like hey why would you leave your best friend when you guys had such great synergy exactly why would you do that you and know it's funny too because yeah. neither product proved to be successful off of that exactly so there were so many complaints that they had to put dlc with Final Fantasy characters in it just yeah. to make it right, yeah. and even then the damage is already done. Yeah, the damage is done. Yeah. Like it, it left a bad taste in your mouth. Like it's you're just shit polishing at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I I had really high hopes for Kingdom Hearts because technology and graphics were yeah. all, like really great, and certain features of the game the gameplay was actually really really awesome it looked dope yeah. when i was watching you guys play i'm like yo let me crack open my copy you know and that's another sign like how disappoint how much disappointment was in the air i have not opened my copy the guy who's been waiting forever the man who has done <laughs> countless fan art of final i'm final fantasy well final fantasy 2 yeah. but of kingdom hearts like i love the aesthetic the lore everything about it I haven't even brought myself to crack open the game because yeah, I can't I know. take the my own disappointment. Yeah, and it's it's like things like that when you delay a game for so long that you give people the the hope that oh they've been working on this for years this is going to be fantastic you know mm. to only be disappointed by the fact that. It, it's just it was not so far. And so that's why people have high expectations for Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Yeah. The first game was such a great hit, such a classic hit. And then for that to be worked on and saying it's being worked on, 
people are going to have high expectations for almost a near perfect game, if not a complete game. Yeah. And that's actually the thing that scares me the most about FF7, mm-hmm. because I feel like because of everything. All right, so we're on the clock three years. Sony drops the three biggest announcements that anyone has ever heard in one single presentation, right? Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 13 Versus is finally being done <laughs> as Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. We get Kingdom Hearts 3, yeah. and then they drop the bomb. Yeah. Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Yeah. Final Fantasy 15 did okay, yeah. but issues with DLC later came on, and mm. a lot of people are mad as heck on that. Mm. Then we get Kingdom Hearts 3. Right. People loved it day one. I remember I kept asking around day one. Yo, yeah. what do you think of this game? This game is dope. Ask around again day two. Yo, what do you think? Yo, this game is dope. Yeah. Game day three. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. Yeah. I mean, there's no Square Enix characters. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, like I, I've never seen such a, like, a consistent drop off in hype yeah. in three, in because 72 hours. That's what I was expecting when I was going to be playing the game. I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, I got to meet Yuffie again and meet yeah. up with Aerith and like, oh, all, Leon in the squad. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Yeah. All, like, all these characters and none of them showed up. And I was just very disappointed. It was just all um, Disney characters and not saying there's anything wrong with meeting them, but. When you're going to be going into a world of Frozen and you're basically going to be hearing a third of the the story of that world by singing Let It Go, I might as well watch the fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. They basically <laughs> just try to sell y'all the movies from what I noticed. Too. It, it's just those kinds of little things that just kind of like make the biggest difference. And it, it just bothers me a lot. You right. Know? Yeah. So, so and you're kind of saying what you're saying right now is mm-hmm. because of those two games kind of flopping a little bit that. It's kind of fearful that FF7 is going to flop, right? Yep. It's there's a lot of pressure on both sides. As the developer, mm-hmm. do you add to this? Because you know people have high hopes. They want For you sure. to save their disappointment from those past two games. And you still have to deliver on the fact that you're remaking Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the know? big game, right? Exactly. So there's so much pressure on their end, and there's so much pressure on our end where we're just like, don't fuck it up. Yeah, please <laughs> don't, don't fuck. fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, that was a abridged reference. Don't <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> I, I I only watched a few episodes of abridged, and I think it was with you actually. Yep. <laughs> but no, like uh, like FF uh, fifteen or versus thirteen, whatever you want to call it. Like mm-hmm. for me personally, I really enjoyed it. I completed the whole game. I hundred percented it and everything. Mm-hmm. I because I enjoyed the the bro romance between yeah, the guys. You know, it was actually like a legit like like brotherly yeah exactly like it it was great and so i i really don't have any qualms against Mm -hmm. ff15 per se but i do have qualms on kingdom hearts 3 and the fact that this is you know third times the charm or third times uh you know three chances and you're out yeah right it's 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 literally one of those situations it messes this up it makes you wonder can square recover yeah exactly like do we put our do i ever buy a square game right (laughs) yeah so i honestly have really high hopes but i also have really good hopes for it because the people that are working on the ff7 remake are the people that have actually played the game the whole entire thing some developers they just develop the game because one day it just needs to be developed right and Mm -hmm. so these every single person that's on that on that staff 
didn't is the, the person who's played FF7. I think yeah. I remember I read an article that was someone it was either the director or someone who had who's in charge of like the direction the project is going mm-hmm. was someone who grew up as a kid. Oh, no, yes. oh no, uh, I think that's the orchestrator. Uh, well, I want him to be in there. Or uh, Uematsu, I think that's his uh, name. He's uh, like the I think he's the orchestrator. I could be wrong. I'm uh, totally sorry. I'm not that much of a pro <laughs> when it comes to knowing like the individual right. ones. But uh, yeah, continue. Yeah. All I know is is someone who as when they were starting up as a game developer, they wanted they wanted to create a game like Final Fantasy VII because they right. grew up admiring it and they were just blessed with being the head of whatever they're ahead of and making it. So when I right. read that, I had complete faith that that person ain't going to fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tetsuya Nomura. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nomura. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I literally had to research. Sorry. Oh, yeah, um, but yeah, no, like the fact that you just have like that dream, like this is my dream and mm-hmm. I want it to like succeed is, is pretty awesome, you yeah. know, because you one, you're going to put, you're going to be very highly critical of your game. Yes. Right. And it's got to follow your vision. And also he still has the, the eye of the fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of pressure on that guy, but you know, I personally have high hopes. I think they can do it. Graphics wise, I'm not. I'm not even worried yeah, about that. From what we saw, yeah, that's not. That ain't gonna be. A thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Square Enix has always done a good job of doing their graphics right. Oh yeah. yeah. If you have a shitty game, uh, but like have amazing aesthetics, that's Square Enix for yeah. you sometimes. You know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, hey, that's at least cosplay fodder. Yeah. Someone's gonna it's... hype up your game and dress up as your character, <laughs> exactly, and get some other unsuspecting soul to buy this bad game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for me, it's mostly the characters and how they interact with each other, uh, how the world is, and what's different from the game, yep. and then also the mini games that you get to play in it. Right. Oh yes. Yeah, Let I'm... me give Four Condor back. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. Gotcha. I wonder if it is gonna be in the first game. That'd Not be awesome. If one. Yeah, it, it would be awesome though. Yeah. But I think in, in, in like the second game, exactly. it's going to be in there. Yeah. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. And I just have high expectations because, Same. you know, Everyone my expectations does. cannot be let low. There's, here. there's, there's not a single person who's aiming any, who's yeah. expecting anything less than slightly imperfect. Yeah. I, I need <laughs> a nine or a 10 out of 10 for this oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's about almost about it for let's yeah, let's just go ahead and skip like a lot of this news right over here. Yeah, for sure. I just want to talk about it just kind of really quick though. Resident Evil 3, the remake, they released Nemesis as mm-hmm. a trailer. He looks pretty cool. I just kind of want to delve into it really quick oh, because yeah, we're a little out of time. Yeah. But because we want to go into like spoiler cast oh, yeah, for definitely. weathering with you. <laughs> but Nemesis is kind of the have you ever played Resident Evil 3? Before? So as a kid. I was, I was a little bitch, so I watched my cousins play Resident Evil. I never touched the game. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> like, my first actual hands-on Resident Evil was four. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah, but I've watched one through three. I see, yeah. gotcha. See, Resident Evil 3, it kind of has a special place in my heart, because mm-hmm. I used to play it with my stepbrother a long time ago, and I used to watch him play, mm-hmm. right? And then Nemesis, right? Nemesis comes out. The the big bad. Whenever yeah. you run into Nemesis, it's like, ah, I gotta get the hell out of here, you know. And this fool, when he's like in the in this like certain mode, he's like fast. Like oh. he's like speed walking mm-hmm. to you. Like it's ridiculous how fast he is. And like with the tank controls that you have in the game, sometimes it's a uh, it's a little wild. Mm-hmm. And so it's pretty fun just watching my me and my brother just freak out over this. So I this this game has a special place in my heart, and I really. 
and I'm looking forward to it and looking forward to playing it because they did a great job on Resident Evil 2 remake. So I'm hoping for big things for this one. As oh, well. yeah. No, it's, it's going to slap. I have I have complete faith in that. It's going to slap. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So now that Final Fantasy is a little bit more delayed, I think this game comes out before uh, FF7. So mm. I'll probably be playing this. <laughs> hey, there we go. <laughs> yeah. And MK11, they revealed Joker um, mm. as their DLC character. They've It's already been announced, but he's actually like, out revealed. Now. Like, yeah. Yeah. And he looks pretty awesome, uh, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. My homie uh, Anthony, huge MK fan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You yep, guys I met, met him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was showing me some footy. Yeah. No, Joker looks legit. Like, it's. When I imagine how Joker would like fight in a fighting game that's not already Injustice, this mm-hmm. is it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> definitely he's it. got like that dirty fighting style. Right. You know? Like he's, he plays by no rules. His fatality is insane. Though. <laughs> yes, or his exactly. brutality, I should say. Oh, yeah. And how kind of it's like an homage to Duh, Dick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not like- Dick. Uh, Jason. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Sorry about that. Yep. Oh, my God. I probably just offended a bunch of... <laughs> I'm Don't sorry, worry, I got you covered. My guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's Joker for you. I mean, he's going to be doing some great things. I wonder if he'll ever be like if he's going to be competitive or if there is like a competitive like Joker. I'm sure. Only reason why I say that is Anthony's been telling me lately. Cause like, all right, so I keep up with FGC, but mostly in uh, Fighter Z, like nether realm games like never i can't say never appeal to me like they're fun but i never care to actually lab yeah or watch tourneys but That's apparently fair. sonic fox in a's hope <laughs> dude's freaking Yo, clapping shout out to you sonic fox All right <laughs> like apparently he's been hard clapping fools with just like a bunch of characters that everyone considered like low tier for sure and yeah i mean if man when i watched him uh play aaron black i was astounded i believe that <laughs> i was like dang this man's got like skills and this, it seems like no matter what character he plays he just seems to just know the work around with that guy exactly <laughs> exactly that man is insane yeah but you know i th- i i hope he he'll at least have some spotlight in the competitive competitive community. scene yeah yeah yeah, I'm pretty I mean, sure at least day gonna one he's going to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. But let us know what you guys think in the comments below about the delayed games, about Resident Evil 3 Remake or MK11's Joker. All right. That's it for the video game news, guys. Uh, should we move into spoiler cast really quick? Yeah, Maybe take it. like a good like 20 minutes or so. Yeah. All right. Let's let's run this thing in. So, I mean, yeah, is it really going to take 20 minutes? <laughs> Who knows? I, I'm giving the 20 minutes yeah. as, a, as a high, right? All right sure. um, but thank you guys. If you guys don't want to listen to the spoiler cast, thank you guys so much for listening in. Really appreciate it and really appreciate everyone being here. You know, when we first saw our record of the yeah. 2000, 2000 downloads and like the yeah, plays like, and everything. What the heck like is that? wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> to listen to me like yo yo what 2333 yeah. people want to listen to exactly. me exactly and you know it, it might not be as a big of a deal com- to like other people mm. but it's a big deal to us and we really appreciate you guys Max. listening in on that and you know for all of our homies who listen in you know all of our friends and family that listen in really appreciate you guys as well so mm. just want to give a big big shout out to everybody here much and love to you guys yeah definitely so let's start up the spoiler cast and uh we'll see y'all later peace be easy like
All right, spoiler cast. All right, this movie was trash. You know what I'm, saying? <laughs> no, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, so it's. I I feel like the reason why for me personally I was so indifferent mm-hmm. about weathering with you, and it's like I hate to say that I was comparing it with um, your name your name but i think it was like because i was trying so hard to not compare it mm. i was kind of mad that they were so similar mm. where it's like i'm not sure if it's just i'm feeling kind of jaded where i'm waiting for this new big like this new big movie to like surprise me like i want something different i want something like you know like like a red line or something right. like that like a movie that breaks a lot of the norms like it's like you can tell this is a movie that they're taking all these different risks and they're just flexing their skill like right. yo we're good at what we want to do we have this story that we want to tell we don't care if it's meta or not i mean he did say that he wanted to tell a story that isn't ghibli right right but he did that with your name and the fact that he told kind of that same story with weathering with you mm-hmm. it's I don't know. It was again, I enjoyed it when I was watching it, but it just it didn't pull me. It, it's I don't I don't mm. have that same excitement or joy or enthusiasm that everyone else had. I'm like, oh my god, it's the best anime movie of the year. Like I don't mm. see that. I, I don't. Like right. like I can't even say of this year. I could name other movies I wouldn't give best anime animated movie of the year that I think was better than right yeah better than weathering with you yeah you're completely right and I kind of want to break it down more into segments oh, of yes. like what I thought about the movie right so mm-hmm. going into the movie you know sitting down and hanging out with everybody and uh, before like the movie and then watching it right aesthetically very pleasing yeah right i would just say that right off the bat it's very beautiful oh yeah um like it's animated really well yeah exactly the music fantastic oh i love the music i'm a big ost or music fan when i'm Mm -hmm. and i'm very critical about the music when i watch a movie so it was great and you know certain scenes of like sadness or certain scenes of happiness they really played the music very well to it um characters and how they interact with each other i thought it was fantastic yeah um, definitely the way that the way they talk to each other it's almost very uh very human like you know definitely. like how you know couples would bicker or how you know people would pull like a, a like just like banter you know yeah, exactly and i really enjoyed that i really enjoyed that a lot and i thought it was great on those aspects right yeah. the story was was okay yeah to be honest with you it was your traditional love trope your traditional love story mm. some of the the main character the boy character i, I totally forgot his name yeah I, totally, I was actually gonna follow up I'm, with that I'm he's so forgettable i'm so sorry um no you're good he's forgettable <laughs> I, I i i support your forgetfulness <laughs> of it he felt like he was just our guide into the story it felt like he didn't really do anything that made me care about him right. until all the other important characters were gone and he stepped up and did something. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I feel like that kind of character needs a lot of context because they say that he's a runaway, right? Yeah. He but runs why? away. But why? Exactly. Mm-hmm. What what about his other town was so bad that he had to leave, right? Mm-hmm. They don't explain that in the movie. Yeah. Right. It could have been just a simple, oh, 
his parents were beating him or something mm-hmm. like that. It could give have been just something. Depth. Yeah, give him more depth into why I should care about this guy, right? Yeah. Why is he homeless and why is he trying to make a new living somewhere? Yeah. Right? Cause like Oh, sorry. Yeah. Finish your thought. I was going to just like elaborate. On that <laughs> sure, well. sure, no yeah, problem. Yeah. Like it, there were just certain things that just didn't make me care about the, the male character and including the female character. You know, one thing that I compel more with the female character than the male character, because mm-hmm. one, she's working really hard because her parents aren't around mm-hmm. and working really hard to, to make men's ends meet for her and her brother you yeah. know so her brother can go to school and everything like that that's perfect the yeah. way that you know she's introduced she has a reason why she does things she's she's a fucking god yeah. <laughs> a goddess of some sort yeah. and so you know she's able to control the rain and you know that's that's one unique thing about her that yeah. makes her special but even then like it's just kind of like just very meh yeah. um and then continuing on to their love, right? Mm-hmm. Um, their and their love for each other. I thought it was. I thought it was okay. There were some scenes where I was just like, "Oh wow, this is very, very like awesome. Like this is very mm-hmm. heartfelt and very wholesome." Some parts where I'm just mm-hmm. like, "This is like out of control. <laughs> like yeah. this is a little wild." Like since this is spoiler cast, I can go ahead and spoil it. But mm-hmm. you know, the part where he is she's disappearing yeah and he's going out of control by like defying the police yeah hey let me he's, fuck up everyone's yeah, life exactly <laughs> he's destroying the the whole he's being a menace to society basically yeah. right and especially in japan where everything is very organized and structured and to break that sort of thing for a girl yeah and i don't know how how long they've known each other but for me personally I would not go to that kind of length. Hold someone at gunpoint. I mean, yeah. I get the irritation. I get right. the fuck. Because I was feeling frustrated for him. Right. Bro. I was like, but you're just making things even harder on yourself. Exactly. You could still go for her. You just have to, like, go to the police station, tell them what happened, get out. And because, like, th- that's literally what they could have. He just made things worse for himself. I don't think he could have gotten out only because... Of all the numerous times he's ran before. <laughs> That's uh, true. But I mean, he still got out, though. Like he, he yeah, graduated three years later. though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very, very true. But what I, what the main point is, is oh, no, I largely he was agree out of control. with you. Yeah, no, I largely agree with. Yeah. You. Yes. And I don't I don't know. And I could be completely wrong about this, guys. So just let me know. I don't know that much about love to a point where I would go, Oh my God, you know, I would, I would run from the cops just to go get you. Or I would do, you know, all sorts of this and that. I'll run from the cops for any other thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But in this case, in this scenario, you know what I'm saying? Like it just, that it was just very unrelatable for that me. That was a me. joke, by the way. <laughs> I want people thinking I'm actually. We're going to be streaming. They're going to call SWAT on us. And shit. Like, like, oh, cook up to no good. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's just what he did was just very unrelatable. And the fact that he would go to destroy. Not destroy, but to flood a whole fucking city. I was like, destroy me not to destroy. That's literally what they did. (laughs) That is literally millions of lives were ruined. Yeah. Just to, just for one girl. I just can't relate to how it's like they don't even try to, like, okay. Right, I'm going to bring it to the beginning and then I'll walk my yes. way through it. Okay. Too. That was my opinion. Exactly. And I, I literally mirror all of that. Just like my thought processes with it is so opening scene. 
I started off as interested in the main character to just not giving a damn because it felt like they wanted me to be more sympathetic than interested. Mm. And I felt like I need to be interested to be sympathetic mm. because they introduce him as, oh, he's this runaway kid who went to Tokyo. Oh, I'm interested. What's in Tokyo for him? What's mm-hmm. here? Why is he here? I don't think he knows. He's looking for a job just trying to eat and survive. And he's running low on his cash and he's just on the streets. All righty. Well, here's a point where you tell me why he's willing to be out in this where it forever rains. So clearly living outside isn't ideal. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting. Here's your moment. Here's your moment to make me feel sympathetic. Why he's choosing to live in the rain than to go back home where he has guaranteed food or shelter. Maybe it's not guaranteed. Right. Maybe something's awful. Tell me these things. Right. They don't. They just push the, be sad for him. Be sad for him. He's on the yeah. streets. Like, he, he gets pity food. He's getting beat up. Well, yeah, he's in the way. Like, it's not saying I beat up people that's in the way, but it's like I'm becoming less and less sympathetic for him because I'm becoming less and less yeah interested in him yeah give me a reason exactly i just need one reason and he never builds that up like he finally gets picked up by the dude uh, the one dude who's fought him and his um which we later find out is his niece which that was already which are the best characters probably in the whole whole movie exactly (laughs) like this guy's a freaking scumbag and it's just like wow this guy's a piece of shit but i mean he's a good guy because he picked him up i mean Mm -hmm. he ain't paying him anything but hey he's getting a free room and board okay you know, I kind of like him. Oh, he's actually cleaning himself up right now because he has a daughter that he's trying to meet. Oh, right, this exactly. character has depth now. Yeah. The other chick's like, oh, she works from on the side, but it's also looking for a job. It has a shit resume. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay, these they characters- had more reasons for you to relate and feel more sympathetic for them than the main character. Exactly. So. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, I like these guys. Then you move into the love interest, like, you know, the freaking rain goddess and stuff. Where it's like, oh, something happened where she's prayed so hard to get these powers. Oh, her mom died and she was praying so hard for, like, you know, the rain to go away so she can be in the sun all the time. Okay, that's kind of touching. Mm-hmm. Mom still died, but she has these powers now. The brother, like, the, the little oh. player. He a little player. I like this little The brother's dude. the homie. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I really liked him. And I like how they hit you with a bait and switch where you think he's going to be the little shit little brother. But he's like, the, like he is the he is the best he's wingman like man. the ever. most calm and the most focused. <laughs> And, like, knows how to get the lady. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he is the homie. I like this dude. He's the homie. And it's like, again, like, his story, I can't even tell. He's just interesting. He didn't have a backstory. He's right. too young to his, have a backstory. His story was more linked with his sister about exactly. him just trying to survive. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then it's like, we come back to the main character, and it's just like, all right, there's a love interest there, but it's like, the appealing thing about the love entrance is more of she's finding a stress relief away from these hard jobs and avoiding these nightclubs that she almost got scooped into. Yeah. And it's like, for me, it's like my interest in that relationship is what this does for her. Right. Like, I don't care what this does for him. Like, all I ever see <laughs> yeah. this dude is live out in the streets, find a gun, get beat up. 
pulled someone at gunpoint, run away, yeah, get was, beat up again. Like, like I said, he's out of control. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I can't even think of it. No I wonder why his family beat him or whatever. Exactly. I don't know what, what happened, but no wonder why. And it's funny yeah. too, because it's like, I'm like, like I actually forgot about the time he held someone at gunpoint the first time. Yeah. Because it's like, he's so uninteresting of a character that I forgot all of his story beats. Mm-hmm. I remember everyone else's. People who had a third of his screen time. Mm-hmm. I remember all of their beats his like i have to literally think about like wait what happened before he met this character mm-hmm. like i had to use other characters as checkpoints to remember his beats right. because as like we elaborated before not that nothing interesting happens involving or nothing about him makes me interested in his character until the chick goes, the love interest goes away because of her powers that she used to save him from his own stupidity. Yeah. Um, before, I don't know, after he gets kicked out of the crib because of his own stupidity, a guy might actually lose his chances of being with his daughter and yeah. stuff like that. Like, you know, after, well, I guess he didn't do anything that affected her. Well, no, she got locked up because of his own stupidity. So it's like, by the time he starts getting interesting, we get to the portion where he is actively ruining the lives of the supporting cast. <laughs> Honestly. And then he yeah. takes a dump on the rest of Japan because he gets his girl back. Yeah. It's it's just it's too much. And I feel the side characters were more you're definitely right that the side characters were more interesting than the main characters, right? Mm. And Honestly, one thing that I will say about the movie is I honestly liked how they they played with weather, right? Yes. How important it is with you or with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how important it is. How important. I'm so sorry. How important weather is, mm-hmm. right? People want a sunny day on a wedding, you know, not a rainy day. People want so-and-so sunny weather on so-and-so day you know little girls really paid them 50 yen just so they can play outside one day that was adorable exactly or even better right let's make this uh the day sunny in the park so i can spend time with my daughter because there is no other time i can best scene and that again add more depth to his character i can't see my daughter when it rains yeah so he wanted that one day that was oh uh, yeah that was a because she had asthma yeah. yeah and it was it was hard to go play outside you know exactly yeah and so you you can relate to more of the side characters than you can with the main character and it's just it's just sad because the movie had a ton of great potential that could have been taken advantage of and what really makes me sad is that they go and you guys can hate me on this all you want mm-hmm. but this is my personal opinion mm-hmm. makoto shinkai he said that this is going to be his quote unquote one of his greatest movies. Oh, he yeah. fails so short. I, I literally thought uh, Kimi no Nawa or Your Name yeah. was a better movie. In my, I agree. In my 100% agree. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's so much better. Yeah. Like, it's leagues better than this. I'm not saying <laughs> Weathering With You is bad. Yeah. I liked Your Name. I really liked Your Name. I mm-hmm. thought it was... Did it get Anime Movie of the Year? Of uh, the year name? it dropped? I don't... It I was nominated. Know. It was nominated, but yeah. I don't remember. I if it if it won, doesn't surprise me. But I will say it definitely was deserving of a nomination. Weathering with you, if I see it nominating, I'm calling it. It's just hype. 
Yeah. Like I they, there's there's better movies. There will be better movies. The year is early and I'm saying there's better <laughs> there will be better exactly. movies. Exactly. And I, you know, the hype with it and maybe maybe we're just blind to it. Who yeah. knows, right? Please explain to us why it's it's an awesome movie or it's the movie of the year or why it's so great or why it's one of your favorites because for me personally I'm just not seeing it and this is just maybe my point of view or my perspective but mm-hmm. it just it was just there yeah it's great movie yeah or great movie it's great <sighs> it's good really. for what it does yeah. it's better than good but it's 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 a long shot from great i feel yeah exactly like it's a I movie i shouldn't say that i shouldn't say great yeah because <laughs> yeah. i don't want to frame everything that we're saying because i know we're kind of like vomiting out negativity right and like for me personally i think it's a good movie i would tell anyone who asks me is it good enough to peep in theaters 100 yeah. go pay for that ticket mm-hmm. go give your money to makoto like it's i want more movies like this to kind of blow up and show that you can as makoto said tell stories that aren't ghibli yeah but don't get so overhyped in it unless you truly with your own opinion not what your friend says, not what the internet tells you to think about the movie. Go in objectively, open your ears, open your eyes, mm-hmm. probably close your nose. Cause I mean, I don't know, there might be some stanky people in there and whatnot. <laughs> so you don't want that, sh- like, you know, messing with you. But open up your eyes, open up your ears, and let the information hit your noggin. And. See for yourself, is this the greatest movie he's ever produced? Is this the greatest movie you've ever seen? Yeah. It's good, but yeah. I don't think it's that great. Yeah. In my personal opinion, it's it's okay. It's yeah. like you it's definitely worth the watch, but definitely not the greatest. Yeah. yeah. Keeping it at that. Mm. <laughs> and that's the spoiler cast, guys. <laughs> anything else you want to say about the spoiler? Uh or anything uh, about the movie? Sh- other than that i will give him credit where i think i know i was kind of crapping on him earlier about not taking risks because the writing of the movie was the same i feel Mm -hmm. but yeah no just taking a huge water dump on japan that's a bold move like (laughs) not many directors would be like i'm gonna tell this wholesome story and then just flood a nation off of their decisions yeah yeah so it's one also i totally i just remembered one thing that (laughs) Also should have been re- more reiterated on. And I don't know if they had enough time or whatever it was. But explain the water gods or like explain the water world, right? Yeah. Because obviously there's the the water goddess who basically can take away all the rain and uh, create sunshine, right? The mm-hmm. sunshine girl. And, you know, turns out she's going to disappear. Okay. What are the things that are the big ass monsters that are like floating through the sky? What is the world on a, uh, was it Colonimbus or something like that? Like what? Explain to me a little bit more about that world too. You know, to know how drastic that can be. I think overall, that's the thing that damned the movie for me. It's just a lack of explanation with anything that I feel we should have got explanation. Exactly. And I mean, honestly, and I said this before with you and uh, to Michelle is like, hey, literally just explain it when they're talking about it. Uh, Like that old man. Yeah. Just have the old man explain it. 
Yeah. Like, it's not that hard. It's like maybe a good three, four minutes of just explanation. But I'd rather have that than then not know nothing at all. Because I agree yeah. with the whole show don't tell. But I feel like what you showed me didn't tell me anything. So yeah. now I'm going to need you to tell me what you showed me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, are these are these beasts always causing floods? Are these beasts there to protect their land? Or, you know, that, that kind of little thing makes a big difference. Yeah. And I will say that. Always. Macy care more about the lore instead of just being forced to accept random shit happens when random shit happens. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that's our opinions on it. We could be right. We could be wrong. It's our opinions. Facts. Yeah. Let us know in the comments below what you guys think. Let us basically fight us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fight us in the comments and let us know what you guys think. Oh, and on that note, mm-hmm. dumb cookie moment. Because I just found out that this is a thing. Because I had a friend who hit that bell to get notifications on when we drop our newest episode. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. Yes. I think um, when you're when you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts too, yep. it automatically automatically just like uh enables the bell so oh, they get nice. notifications too. nice yeah i think that's where a majority of our plays are coming from is the apple podcast sweet either that or spotify so yep <laughs> well for those who don't already have that bell hit a bell if you don't yeah. own a bell let us know we'll send you a bell yeah, yeah. well no yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome <laughs> all right guys thank you guys so much for listening in on our uh spoiler cast uh cookie uh where can they find you uh, same place as usual. You guys can find me on Lost Cookster on Instagram. And yeah, be on the lookout. I'm dabbling with the iPad Pro. So there's going to be a lot of digital art coming soon once I get a bit more comfortable with my slippery ass pencil. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> yeah. And you guys can find me on the Instagram at Derek Lee 5. You can also find me on my YouTube channel uh, or Instagram at uh, Figurehead YT or I'm going to probably think about renaming it to Figure X Head. Uh, that, that sounds more edgy. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> uh, so I might think about renaming it to that. But you guys can find me on those Instagrams and those social media. You can also find the Gooncast on The Goon Podcast on all, basically almost, almost all of our podcast uh, outlets. Yeah, yeah honestly. <laughs> yeah. But thank you guys so much for listening in. Really appreciate it. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Late. Late. Late.